Oh, that's weird. Some weird's going on. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I um, I don't want to do a one-off. I want to do like a hundred. I just can't find anyone to make it. Everyone's too scared. Nobody made. I'm surprised by that. No one even knows what the fuck that means. <laughs> but, but what's crazy? I was just watching. Uh, I'm, I was kind of checking up. Hey, Caleb, what's up? Good morning. Morning. I was looking at like reparate. What's going on with reparations in the state of California? Mm-hmm. Just, I, I seriously cannot believe the world we live in. I am just completely tripping. But I was like, man. Uh, and then I was watching what's happening in San Francisco. Did you see in Union Square that super fancy? They put in this like 55,000 square foot crazy fancy uh, Australian furniture store in Union Square last year. It's called um, Coco's. Oh. And, uh, and, and it's been open for seven months. They did fucking, you know, $50 million renovation on the place or whatever, something crazy. And it's closing. <laughs> they can't get anyone in the store. It's not, that's, yeah, it's not surprising, unfortunately. And I'm like, dude, how is everyone not, how, how is everyone not like coming out of the woodworks and, and saying sorry to Greg? Like Floyd 19, you were right. Like it's all, it's all, it's all Floyd 19 shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's crazy. Hey, do you follow any of those Instagram accounts, like the Bay Area ones or the Oakland ones? Mm-hmm. It's astonishing every day the shit that just the people getting beaten to death, the shit on the freeways, the it was never I mean it was bad when we were kids, but not like this. No fear of uh repercussion. Hey, yesterday I just saw cops following around dudes in Oakland on four wheel on in four wheel uh like how? <laughs> like filming themselves and like egging, like antagonizing the uh highway patrol behind them. Yeah, it's um Crazy. It's uh, it's weird. Look at um number uh, look at uh number four. Uh, good morning, Adam. Hey, Jody, what's up? Hardo, what's up? Uh, Mike Artun uh Artun Arutunyan Arutunyan Arutunyan. Uh, sorry, I didn't get to see you yesterday. Look at number four. What what's your um. <clears throat> I know neither of you have kids, but what's your, just out of curiosity, what's your tolerance for this? Um, you're sitting on a tr- So what I'm about to show you, you are guaranteed 100% to see this if you ride the New York City subway. Maybe not this exact thing, but you are guaranteed to see something that's relative to this. Okay? Like 100%. This is, this is just the status quo of the subway in New York. And this is, by the way, is when I used to ride it 15 years ago. This is, this is totally normal. This is like, you don't even know You don't even look up, but I'm just wondering what your tolerance for this is. Okay. Um, uh, action. What's your tolerance for this? Uh, it's a, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but it has a dress on and it has breasts and it's talking to itself, and it's spraying something. I think the audio might be off. No, it oh, no, doesn't no. have very good audio. Okay. And it started spraying something out of an aerosol can on the subway while you're on it. Uh, please don't spray that near me. Fuck you! Get the fuck off! Fuck back at me! Okay. Fuck you. Get the... I, I can't tell if it's a... 
I guess it doesn't matter. I can't tell if it's a black woman or a black man or a white woman or a white man. I can't tell what it is. Um, it's carrying a bunch of bags. It's spraying something out of an aerosol can. When someone asks it to stop spraying in the subway, it says, fuck you, faggot bitch. Now, um, I just want you to imagine, for those of you who don't have kids, you're sitting there and um, th you're holding your newborn that was born uh, three days earlier. And you're taking the subway to take it back for a checkup. And you have your uh, three-year-old uh, baby on the subway because it's the primary transportation in one of the largest cities in the world, most advanced cities in the world. And then also you have one other child with you and you're a female. What, what's your tolerance for that? I, I have no problem of someone just running over and just fucking knocking that thing out. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know, I know it's crazy violent. I know it's nuts. I don't, I don't understand how you're allowed to spray an unknown can of shit in a closed tin can that's uh, six stories below the surface of the earth with your fellow humans. There's a social contract there. Yeah, look, dick butter zero. I know. I don't. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that's even like even. I, I, I don't know how that's even a little okay. I'd rather see someone in there with a gun on their. Uh, uh, um, I'd be less threatened by someone just sitting there with like a gun on their waist. How how is someone in that can spraying something? I, I just don't get it. And behaving outside the norms of a social contract, the social contract stuck in. And I know I'm making up the social contract. But, um, I just don't get it. Uh, yeah. But but you'd go you'd go to jail if you punch that thing out. That's what I was going to say. If you did stand up and take action, you would be the one yeah. arrested when it stopped. Yeah. It's like that Marine that got arrested for choking out that one guy. That guy had been arrested 40 times prior to that Marine choking him out. And the Marines are the one on trial. By the way, just so you, if those of you who need a little um, help and faith in humanity, um, the Go, his GoFundMe page has raised over a million dollars for his oh, legal fund. That's awesome. Yeah. I just don't get I, I, I just don't get um it, here's the thing too. What do you think the ratio of tax dollars are to what that thing has paid to have that thing built and subsidized versus the rest of those people in there? <laughs> Sean Sullivan, we don't have a social contract anymore. That's fair. I yeah. I, I, I hear you. Hey, okay. check it out. It that should happen so often that you see those blonde ladies standing right behind it. She didn't even flinch, didn't even look up, didn't even do anything from her phone. Yeah. And that's what everybody's else because it's so normal. See the lady behind her? Yeah, yeah. Never even. I, for the, I know so many of you don't you can't even imagine this, but this is – so if you're riding the train, this is – it, and that's all you saw in a 20-minute train ride, you would be like, wow, I made it out easy today. <laughs> I mean the shit you see. You – uh, I can think of 20 times someone just walking up to me on those trains. This is 15 or 20 years ago. And being like, what are you looking at? <laughs> I'm, I'm not even looking at any. I'm not even doing nothing. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> it's crazy. You look like a target. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about like the New York subway chain that happened to you or on Bart? I'm a victim. No, no, on New York. Bart, Bart I, I think Bart's crazy now too, but I never had any issues on Bart. It, yeah, it's like, a, it's like New York subway light. Like yeah. You still get the crazy, the smelly people. 
yeah. like it open drug use, but it's a little toned down. We, we had the seats were carpeted and shit back in the day. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're not anymore, huh? <laughs> they just power wash that out. Think about that. The seats used to be like plush seats on BART. You'd get on and it was like, yeah, you could mm -hmm. sleep on there. You could mm -hmm. like, if I was a little kid and I just turned sideways and sleep on there. Yeah, it's, uh, <sighs> oh man. I, I, I don't, I don't have any tolerance for it. We're going to need, we're going to need some politicians who don't have tolerance for that. Hey, I, uh, so I was looking at the reparations thing. Mm. You, you, it's all the way down at the other end, uh, Caleb. It's like at um, have you looked at any of it? So the the uh, Gavin News Gavin Newsom assigned a a reparations uh, committee two years ago in two thousand twenty. Maybe it's been three years now. Mm -hmm. Basically, they were they were looking at what uh, not whether reparations made sense, not whether it was logical, not whether n nothing like that. They 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 skipped that part. It's just how much should uh, black people get? How much should people get if they're descendants of slaves? And the report's crazy. I, I mean, obviously it's fucking crazy. But uh, I just wanted to tell you some things, some stats about California. Uh, California has the, the highest income tax in the United States. It has the highest sales tax in the United States. And it has the second highest gas tax in the United States. Just think about that for a second. And yet, this country, this state, it, one of the benefits of that is we have 30% of the nation's homeless. Last year, on average, homelessness, and by homelessness, I mean just drug addicts roaming the streets, increased on average in the United States a half a percent in all the states. It increased 6% in California. And so just so you know what that looks like when it increases 6%, for every 100 people, homeless people you saw on the street, that would be six new ones. No, that's not what it looks like. That's what it looks like if you do the simple math. You have to remember it's only happening in like three places. Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, San Diego, San Jose, San Francisco, like those areas. And so it's basically in those areas, it's like for every 100 home, uh, drug addicts on the street, add another 100. Because it's not happening in Mount Shasta. No. It's not happening in, 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 uh, in Livermore. It's not happening in, in right where I live in Soquel, the part of Santa Cruz Island. There's no homeless people there. It's not happening in Los Gatos. As we zoom in here, reparations will be as high as $1.2 million for each of the 1.8 residents that are supposedly descendants of uh, slaves. It ends up being $600 billion in reparations paid for a state that has a $300 billion budget. Shit. I thought at first when I glanced at it, I thought it was $1.2 like in total. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a joke because by the time that breaks down, you know, people aren't going to get a lot. But I didn't realize that that was going to be the highest payout to an individual. And you're paying for it, Sevan, and your grandparents weren't even in the country until the 1900s. <laughs> it's, it's, it's complete... Uh, it's crazy. But here's the thing, too. If you give, and I say this with all due respect and with 100% discrimination, prejudice, and science, uh, the predictive value of science, half of those people that you give the money to will begin to circle the toilet bowl so hard 
and drug overdose and end up in jail and do the craziest shit with their money. And, uh, and, and, and all of the money will end up back in Jeff Bezos's hand. Every last cent. That, that's how it rolls every single time. And so if you, if you do want to, if you do want to kill off half the uh, um, African-American black melanated population in, in California, do it. It will be, it, it will have a devastating and tragic effect. You just watch. Yeah. Definitely going to well, be gasoline it, on the fire. It, it'll be absolutely fucking nuts. But, and, and don't, there'll be one or two uh, amazing stories, right? I hope there'll so. be one or two amazing stories for, uh, of, of someone opening up their dream barbershop. Racist. That's all you'll yeah. see on CNN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, dude, it's going to be crazy. You think he's just, this is just a big positioning for a run out president? Maybe. Because What's crazy is I was hanging out with a bunch of liberals this weekend, and they, they're so against reparations. Yeah, I mean, most people who take a moment to really think that through, other than just like, yeah, we did something wrong, and we should write it out, but we should make it right by money. It's like, no. It's I'm, like, I'm like, what about, well, they, the, the people I was hanging out with said some even crazier shit, unfortunately, but um, uh, but I keep getting in trouble. I don't want to talk about family because I keep getting in trouble. But what about what about paying reparations to the descendants of the three hundred thousand soldiers that were killed in the Civil War, uh, free, freeing the slaves? What about paying reparations to them? Yeah, I don't believe in reparations at all. Yeah, me neither. For things that happened. Hey, and, and why? When are we going to give uh, California back to Mexico? When are we going to take? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Where does that end? Right? Yeah. Where does it end? Uh, yeah. Tom, what's up, dude? Great point. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Just chilling. Hey, I missed a little bit of this. So how do they define who the reparations are going to? You have to prove, supposedly, you're going to have to prove that you're a descendant of a slave. Man, I feel like, man. And so what if that leads to like some, some rich white liberal who has like a great, great uncle who was, you know what I mean? Oh, it's for sure like, going to happen, too. It's for, And that is going to yeah. happen. There are going to be people out there who, uh, who are fucking butt white that are going to get the loot. And what's crazy too is if that's the criteria for who gets it, then the criteria for who pays it should be the same. And it should just, you know what I yeah. mean? It should just be the people who are descendants. It's, it's so, the logic is so back ass backwards. The whole premise, so what do you do the with whole the... premise is racist. The, the, the whole premise is racist. And imagine how resentful this country is going to be. Uh, that that will be a stain on Black America, Black people with melanated skin for fucking ever. If this goes down, this will be bad. What do you do if you've got a, a slave owner who raped uh, one of his slaves and then they had a baby? Does that person, so the descendants, do they have to pay or do they get to receive in that case? <laughs> or is it like no, like how does that work? You have to receive. It's like one of the chance cards in Monopoly. You land on the thing. Yeah. Like it says a slave owner rapes. Uh, uh, you're descendant of a rape slave. Uh, pass go and collect two hundred dollars. That's that's what. We're cool. Yeah. I feel like I could do some creative genealogy to get myself involved in this, but your mom was uh, raped and it sucks for her, but it's good for you. You get one point two million dollars. Yeah, but like you said, it's not really good because it's all going to end up back in the same place anyway. So. Oh, dude, can you? 
people who don't people who don't earn money who get money go fucking crazy and i mean it in the cl- yeah. in the in the uh um, clinical sense and so you're going to give hey i was going to tell you something that happened to us three hundred thousand dollars and he's fucked yeah go ahead yeah so this last week my daughter came home from public school so i know shame on me She's 10 years old. She's in the fourth grade. And she's like, hey, one of my friends says she she's bisexual. Out, she found out Optimus Prime is gay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. She doesn't okay. know who Optimus Prime is. But oh, okay. she says one of her one of her classmates, one of her friends says she's bisexual. And she's like, what is that? And so we've had <laughs> talks about these things somewhat. And I'm like, hey, um, you know, people say they're bisexual if they if they are attracted to boys and girls. And she's like, that's weird. And I said, yeah. I said, you know what, Haley? You know, it's what's weird is if you're 10 years old, you shouldn't be anything sexual. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, sexual is something that, that moms and dads, you know, have together. And, and we didn't go too far into it, but I was like, you know, 10-year-olds aren't anything sexual. And then so... I was like, you know, you're at the age where you're probably hearing hey, about gender and calling, she goes, oh, yeah, a, gender. Calling a 10 year old sexual is like trying to pick fruit off a tree while it still has the flowers on it. Like there is no yeah, fruit on the fucking 100%. tree. Something's fucking wrong with you. Yeah, and so she's like, yeah, people say gender. They're like, she said, she's like, you know what's that all about? And I said, and like, I borrowed a page out of your book. I said, look, I said, sex is what you're born, male or female. And gender is how you think about or feel about yourself. And I said, so for example, I don't think I have any gender because I don't think about being a man. I just am. And I said, what do you think? And she goes, yeah, I don't think about that either. And I said, okay, so we don't have a gender. And then we moved on. So <laughs> that's how we handle it. I don't know if that's right or wrong. What but kind of cowboy? I Tom, I was with. just wondering, what kind of cowboy are you? <laughs> oh, uh, Tom, I was wondering, what kind of a Sasquatch are you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was wondering, uh, Tom, uh, what kind of praying mantis are you? I mean, it's just fucking nuts. And, dude, what's crazy is we live in, like, rural Indiana, man. Like, there's corn on every side of my house. It's, it's like, it's TV. here, dude. TV, dude. Yeah. And, and it's these teachers, you know. So I would say about 20% of the teachers are, like, the, you know, 50, 55-plus-year-olds who are kind of normal. Um, but then the rest of them are all coming from the same universities. It doesn't matter where you're at. They're all coming from the same schools. This here, man. Uh, and my wife was totally against homeschooling because her parents were teachers and their parents were teachers. And now she's starting to listen a little bit more because she's like, this stuff is crazy. Um, uh, by the way, Dick Butter um, just said that you're non-binary. If you're, if you're struggling with um, knowing your gender. Struggling. Uh, I'm not struggling. I just don't. I just don't <laughs> think about it. So, but I'm I'm open. Like you said, I'm open, man. I don't. You're whatever. Struggling with you. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, brother. I my kids every day hang out with kids who are in school, and um, it. I I think we're we're batting ten thousand and and to to zero that my kids are always socialized better than the other kids. And you know what? And all the other parents know it and they tell me and it's like, and maybe it's because they're more naive. Hey dude, like how, how old are you? I'm 33. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just too old and I'm old school, but like, I mean, I didn't put my finger in my girlfriend's vagina until I was 17 and she had to show me. (laughs) 
I mean, I took, I remember being in my girlfriend's Mustang when I was 16 years old and like unsnapping her bra. I didn't even get to see the boobs that night. I just unsnapped the bra. It was like seven months of celebration. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I just, I, yeah, I'm just, we're trying to figure out, you know, financially, like with the commitments that we have to, to make, what it would be what's possible for homeschooling and dude it's crazy because i hear you and other people still who do it say hey we get more done in two or three hours a day than they do in eight hours at school and then they just like get to be kids for the rest of the day and it sounds awesome it's just trying to figure it out for our life and, and what it's going to look like uh finger sorry jeffrey watkins uh it says fingers no sorry finger she was so patient with me I couldn't even fucking believe you could put a finger in the vagina. I remember being just utterly shocked. Um, hey, uh, this is kind of the trick, though, and I learned this from Jeremy Kinnick. Um, you can't think of it as regular school. So the reason why I was terrified of homeschool is I thought, oh, shit, how am I going to teach my kids seven classes? It's not like that. It's, it's basically yeah. um, uh, like yesterday my kids got to hang out with Andrew Hiller for eight hours. And so they learned so much shit from him. There's no TV. They, they showed him some magic tricks. He showed them some veins. He explained to them that the veins is the blood going um, to, to the heart to get more oxygen. The arteries is the – it was just crazy. And they, got, they just learned all of that from another man that we just walked around on the beach with. And it was just like – and then he showed them Night at the Roxbury, and he, and he taught them so – they acted out some lines and scenes from there. So, like, are you guys brothers? No. Yeah, there's a scene like that. So, <laughs> they act. They spent 30 minutes acting that scene out. That was their acting. I mean, you don't have to. Um, it's not a. The, the only sit down stuff that they really focus on is the um, is mathematics and uh, reading, grammar, and writing. That's like when they when they're like buckled down. And all the other stuff, as long as you keep them away from a TV set and they're outside, they'll be bringing in lizards and shit from outside, and like, and like you can like you know. You can look some shit up and tell them about well, it. Well, dude, check it out. We're in the process of building our barn right now. So yeah. in a two months, we're going to have two horses that are in our backyard oh. and possibly a pig. Dude, that's unlimited. Unlimited. You know what I mean? There's so much you can do with animals. Hey, dude, even the build, even the building. I know this is even a different uh, – Glassman homeschools his kids, and he's building this fucking insane house in, um, in, in Scottsdale, and he's incorporated that into their schooling so that – um, the architect and the contractors have a weekly meeting with his kids for an hour that walk them through what they built on the house and how a home is built. That is so freaking cool. I know. When he told me that, I was I was actually a little jealous. So the kids are going to get to see like how a house is built over a year, and that's going to be part of their curriculum. Like, dude, that's got to be a thousand times more valuable than what than knowing your gender. <laughs> <laughs> how to build how shelter 100%. is built. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's not. I'm jealous of the kids, like you said, yeah. dude. I wish I had that. Like, yeah, I have no I'll idea. I'll take that class now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, where, um, why are you getting? Um, are you a horse guy and a and a pig? Why are you getting on the? Uh, so animals? I married the horse girl. I oh. married the horse girl. She's oh. uh, she's got two horses, and uh, we already have them, but we have to pay to board them at like a trainer right now. And dude, it costs so much to pay a trainer that we would rather just pay ourselves off the loan to build the building. Like what we pay for two horses to be boarded every month is like a thousand dollars a month. So we could just take that money and pay into our own property value. Awesome. 
Uh, yeah, dude, I'm stoked. If the 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 this is obviously the also the um, total cliche thing, but uh, the fact that my kids shake hands, make eye contact, and say hi, like when when they order food at a restaurant, they say hi to the person first. Hi, I can all that shit goes so far. That's a good one, dude. That we're working on that, that especially with so my far. son. But but saying hi first is smart. That's a good one. Yeah, hi, and and then doors just that. open, dude. My nephew um, is. Like I don't know how old he is. He's twenty years old, and he came from Texas. He's like a total, and he grew up on a on a gaming ranch with like not seeing any people except hunters for the first twenty years of his life, dude. He's he's not even like these kids at all. Like he talks to girls and shit. He smiles. He walks upright. I mean, it's not it's nuts. He's like a I know. It's so weird. He's like he's like a a, a TV uh, superhero. Dude, I'm one of the youth group leaders at our church, and so I deal with uh, teenagers is, like, my group. Uh-huh. And uh, you're not kidding. It's like they are scared to talk to people, just, like, to interact with them. Like, they'll, you'll see it. So if we have a two-hour group meeting or whatever, at the beginning of the night, they'll be, like, upbeat and cool. But after a few minutes of socializing, they're, like afraid to talk to each other they like have to be in their phones you know what i mean yeah it's not even like uh we're not interested it's just more like their comfort level is like they can only do so much um and every single one of them was kept home from school from covid didn't go out was scared yeah and like it's 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 a trip it really is but we're taking them to a cabin in uh rural pennsylvania for a week in june or in July, and I'm stoked about it because there's no cell phones allowed, and we're just going hiking. We're going to go help at the food pantry at Penn State and, like, do a bunch of cool projects and stuff. I'm really stoked to see what it does for them. Yeah, I love that. That sounds awesome. All right, buddy, I'll let you go. All right, thank you. Hey, not one person said uh, to hang up on Tom. That's what I was going to say, too. He got a lot of uh, solid airtime, and everybody was uh, into it. It's crazy. Usually if someone calls just David, just that's his default, hang up. Right away. This is <laughs> David's like, fuck him. <laughs> fuck this caller. Welcome to the show. Hang up. Yeah. Yeah. Throw out a few racial slurs and then hang up. Yeah, Judy, I take my kids everywhere. It's like that. Their whole day is just like it's it, it's like that. Just a, it, just education and and watching the levels of my patience with them go up and down throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh Six uh, at, at the jiu-jitsu tournament I was at the other day. Um, uh, Zuckerberg was there, as I told him? you guys. I was, no, I didn't see him, and that kind of bums me out. I would I would have liked to have seen him, but um, he got up on the same you know little cheesy first, second, third place box that my kids did and took his picture. Um, but I was talking to someone uh, the other day. I, I wish I could remember who. I, I, I have good feelings about this person. I think I like this person a lot. I just can't remember who it is. But I was talking about one of the, you know those machines that you go in and they put dots all over the person and then the person moves. Like and the then 3D. It, yeah, it turns like into 3D. And, and this person's like, hey, dude, they don't do that anymore. I'm like, they don't? And he's like, no, it's just all cameras now. They, it's called blah, live motion blah, blah, blah cameras. And they said it to me so definitively, like they were the fucking expert on it. I was like, okay, you know. All right, chill. I'm good. Serve it with confidence, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so confident. But then I saw this today. I wish I could remember who it is so I could send it to him. Um, uh, 628. This is uh, this looks like it's pretty recent. And this is for the metaverse. 
And uh, if you're gonna pull up, because the last couple of things you talked about were exactly the same things in my algorithm. I wonder if we're same. Yeah, yeah. I think we're we all are on the same algorithm. Yeah, and and this thing's pretty cool. Uh, uh, this is on my Mark Zuckerberg's account from February uh, 9th. Um, UFC uh, pound for pound number one, uh, doing some sparring with Alexander Volkanovsky, and it's with the motion capture in our engage gear. And I don't know, those look, he looks pretty dotted up to me. Mm -hmm. All right, you ready? Hey, good to see you, man. Unless they're doing both. I mean, look. It looks incredible. All right, should we do this? Let's do it. I wonder if those sound effects were added afterwards or. That's pretty good. Zuck said his own kick was pretty good. Again. All right, that was fun playing around. Now let's actually go for it. Anyway, that's just my point. Dots, baby, dots. Mm. Dots, dots, not feathers. Hey, will you go to his account, Caleb, for one second, Zuck? I want to show you something, just something. I don't want to pick on him, but scroll up a little bit. Uh, look at this video of him and his wife talking here on the left. Our science work. Listen to what he's what a little bit of what he says, but also does he seem? How would you um, look? Watch his body language. What what do you see here? Is focused on curing, preventing, or managing all disease. That's what drove us to start the San Francisco Biohub. Now we're launching a second biohub to build new tools to transform what we know about human biology. Yeah, and this Chicago Biohub is going to build miniaturized sensors to understand how cells work together and interact within tissues. We're then going to apply these technologies to measure and understand inflammation in living human. It's so awkward. It's a trip, dude. The comments are hilarious. It's look at she's your wife, bro. Why are you so nervous? The guy looks like he's been kept at gunpoint. Yeah, something's up with him. Maybe he's got like crazy social anxiety. Which would make his 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 foray into jujitsu fascinating, right? That means he's facing his fears head on. But anyway, it's the unfortunate he gives me Bill Gates vibes. Yeah, unfortunate. Well, at least he's in shape and, and he's moving, and th and that gives him a chance to be red pilled. What's crazy though is that whole thing is about inflammation, and like, why don't you just say, "Hey, stop eating sugar and uh, ve vegetable and seed oils," and that's it. You're done. You don't have to do any like biosensors on a meatloaf. Didn't that look like a meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> It looks like it was almost like the the hundredth take, and he was trying to get it right because if you look at his hand position and the way his foot's turned out, none of that is a natural stance. So it looks right. like you know, and then what you don't see is if you were to pause this and then switch our perspective to see what they're seeing. I bet you got a crew of fucking twenty people back there and crazy overproduction going on with this, and they're probably saying, "Mark, turn it a little bit, drop your left shoulder, keep your hand in your left pocket." Really, you don't think that was just shot with a cell phone? No, definitely not. Oh. Dude, this guy travels with like uh, at least 10 security personnel. You think when they go to do a photo shoot with his pregnant wife and stuff like that, they're not 
you know, they're not just bu- 50 people buzzing all. Yeah, like, he's squeezing something with his left hand and his right hand he's pushing on his thigh. It's in his yeah. pocket, his foot turned out, his he's shoulders been turned. They're also really close together like you would do to shoot something, not like how you would naturally stand. Their lines are extremely scripted and words that they can say, can't say in the way that it's being delivered. So I just, you know. Go back out one more time. Let me show you. What, if, if, if it really is scripted, then they shouldn't have posted the, the, the photo either, by the way. If you go back out to the see how that picture of him leaning in to kiss her mm-hmm. what i see there she didn't want to be kissed i see fake that smile really, doesn't want to be kissed it looks really uh awkward looks staged yeah. and it almost looks like they made him hold that position for a moment yeah anyway, i wouldn't have posted not that. Leaned, she's not leaned into him at all she's leaned back further away and if she was really like it, the whole thing's just weird it's just staged it's not genuine when things aren't genuine like that you could feel it you know it like innately you're like there's something up this is weird um i, I do I, I do like his instagram though it's it's kind it's cool it's it's I, I feel like he's trying to share you know yeah i don't want to be that guy but i also think that that's run by a crew of people where they say okay mark here's what we're going to do with your image you've been getting no shit you don't, right you don't think he's posting people you don't think he's posting those fuck no no there, there's a lot of photos of him and his wife, which is a trip. Of course, because they're making an image. Hey, Mark, your image needs a makeover. In this sector of the demographic, you're really losing the males between 18 and 25. And we know that they're the main drivers. So, oh, and so you think that's why he's doing all the – you think that's why he's doing the UFC stuff, the fighting, the, the – mm-hmm. the, the, what's that stuff with the surfboard that drives itself? Um. I don't, I, the, not windsurfing, but, uh, that, uh, he, that thing right there. Yeah. He's been doing a lot of that. So I, th- obviously he's doing those action sport things, but I guarantee you that there's some sort of a, a agenda about that. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Because why would you fucking make it public? Do you know anyone who's in the metaverse? Do you know anyone like who plays first person shooters or who cruises around in the metaverse? Mm-hmm. Any per- anyone? No. Do you Caleb? No. Why? Isn't that, shouldn't that be all the dudes in the military? You don't know like a hundred twenty-year-old dudes who do that, or do you even know any twenty-year-old dudes? No, they usually play just like Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. But nobody really—we don't have the money to be paying for these fucking AI machines. All right. Hey, Froning doesn't run his Insta, uh, but he's open about it, and I don't think he—I don't think Rich does it um, because he—he's um, painting an image of himself. No, I, well, I mean, he is, I mean, he obviously doesn't want anyone to fuck his image up, but I think he does it because he doesn't want to be uh, sucked into social media. I think that I think he's just straight up said that. Hey, I don't want to spend time on social media. Makes sense. Yeah. And and and, and for both of these guys, for um, I, I, I'm not uh, I'm not hating on Mark if he does have someone run it too. But idea, I mean, ideally, you don't want people to be looking at it and be like, "Hey, that's that makes me uncomfortable," or "That's lacks authenticity." Yeah. Uh, I guess unless that's what you're going for, maybe that's what he wants. It's like the fake, <clears throat> fake reality TV shows. You know, once you find out that they're scripted, and you you know the whole thing's fake, you're just like, "Oh." H- have you heard about? Um, hey, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna find someone to make me a Floyd nineteen shirt. I'm and I'm gonna pl- find a place to put them up and sell them. A hundred of them. I don't know. How many people do you think would buy that shirt, though? Uh, look at 626. I don't know. I just think Maybe it's so know. niche. 
it, it's it's so appropriate. <laughs> it's it, it's it's so pro. It's so it's so it, it, it's 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 so um to like the ten people who see it and understand it though. Yeah, yeah right. It's so I told you so. Uh, after seven months, Coco Republic San Francisco flagship announces closure. Uh, scroll down a little bit. Let's look at the the, the stores. Creighton Bar- uh, it was a former Creighton Barrel store, so they're gone. Look at the stores that are gone. Besides the twenty uh, CVSs and Walgreens that are gone, Whole Foods left San Francisco, Nordstrom, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Anthropology. All the affluent stores. Yeah, they're t- they're they're just. F- fleeing mm-hmm. uh no coco republic's an australian brand i, n- I had never even heard of it mm, me neither i have a friend uh who ran a billion dollar plus brick and mortar chain and I text him this morning, and I go, "What do you think?" He goes, "They haven't hit San Francisco; hasn't hit rock bottom yet. Just wait." What did he did he give an example of which one would be rock bottom? Well, like when what store leaves? No, yeah. but he says he says it's going to get worse before it gets better. But he thinks now's the, now's the time to start gobbling up real estate. Hmm. He thinks it'll he thinks it'll uh, it'll come back. I don't know. I mean, the politicians are going to have to compl- Republicans are going to have to take over. You're going to have to need someone like Rudy, Ju- Rudy Giuliani. You're going to have to have someone who just basically a no tolerance policy, right? Yeah, it would have to be. I feel like to get the pendulum to really swing back the other way in a in a meaningful way, that it would have to probably be pretty extreme. So those of you who who I don't know, maybe who are younger than me, thirty or forty years ago, there was this a pretty popular belief that all the major cities in the United States would become like museums. And what they meant by that is it would become so expensive to live in big cities like San Francisco, New York, Chicago, that they would become like destination hubs. And the only people who would live there would be the wealthiest people in the world. And then on top of and then we would visit we would live in the suburbs. Right. The the rest of us. uh, uh, Peons. And then we would go there and we would visit like San Francisco, like an amusement park. And it did seem like it was going that way. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're driving across the Bay Bridge. Oh, you're at Pier 39. Oh, you're at Golden Gate Park. And you would visit cities like that. They were like these. um, They would be like just giant, really nice, uh, uh, part shopping mall, park architectural wonder, part historical. They would just be these metropolises of that hold the history of our civilization. Mm -hmm. And that's not what's happening. It turned into Escape from New York. You remember that movie? Get out while you can. Yeah, yeah it turned yeah. into a, a zombie land. It, like it was going that way, and then it didn't. It 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 um mm-hmm. it was at a crossroad for sure because they were kind of containing all that, and then everything else was starting to flourish, and then it just went whoop and flipped, and the the trash and everything else just overtook it. Yeah, I would really like I, for me in in my you know small view of the world for me it's 100 percent because they left the border open and fentanyl got in yeah if you haven't seen this movie this movie's crazy i don't think there's any talking in this movie i don't think there's a there was a script Hmm. yeah escape from new york Yeah. Um, uh, Sean uh, Lenderman it's because people that vote uh, a certain way democrat just ruin one city and move on to the next Yash, do you know Oakland? Man, it's it's in trouble. 
Uh, Adam Blakesley, uh, what would happen if the chaos of San, San Fran, Oakland broke open San Quentin? The thing is, San Quentin's just over there isolated. It's, 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 that's not going to happen. Well, fuck, yeah. I don't know. But it's just isolated over there. And uh, what city is San Quentin in? San Rafael? Yeah, I can't remember. I got a cousin in there for you life. Do? For life? Yeah, it's a really crazy story. We'll have to save it for another time. I think you'd wow. enjoy it. We'll talk about it off air, and then you can let me know if we... Haley used to teach yoga in there and she'd be left in there and teaching it alone with the inmates. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. How did you feel? Uh, uh, Not good. She didn't tell me till after, (laughs) after like, you know, like a year after she had had that gig. Yeah. That's that's a strong woman. Yeah. That was, um, because I know all the dudes are just in there, just ogling her. Like just basically every dude's in there. Like, Hey, how could I bone her? (laughs) I mean, maybe I'm projecting, but mm, it's a pretty accurate projection, I would probably say. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The, oh, nice, Caleb. Wow. Yeah. So there's uh, a point. San that, that that point is called Point San Quentin. <laughs> uh, yeah. There it is. What's that thing there called? The Garden? What? Chapel? Wow. Four star reviews. Is, that's that's the church inside the prison has a review. Yeah, five of them actually. Is the prison reviewed? See if the prison's reviewed. One guy said three stars. Somebody said one. Hmm. Let, let me see if the prison's reviewed. Oh, uh, they don't have reviews on. I don't think. Wow. Oh my god. Uh. Just got back from a mental health conference. Oh, that must have been fun. <laughs> Super scary numbers. One in 16s have thoughts of suicide. Thoughts? Like more than one? And now white men over 60 are at the highest. Oh, everyone hates you. <laughs> Dude, someone sent me this thing in, from Amsterdam. This shit's not just in the United States. Someone, There's this huge thing going on in Amsterdam right now where it's okay just to beat up white people on the streets. Have you been following any of this? No, what? And they show this fucking... They show a white man in this really nice train station get jumped by, by 20 people. I don't know. I don't even know what ethnicity or race they are. And they stomp him and then throw him into the train tracks, into the subway tracks. And one of the people stomping the dude is like a six-year-old boy. What? Yeah. What the? F- <laughs> this sounds insane. Yeah, and th- and those are crazy. If you think we're liberal, I mean, Europe is a fucking mess. It's a complete progressive joke. I mean, they, the sickness is, it really is a sickness. It really is a, vi- a mental virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, in ten years, San Francisco is going to be the new Detroit. Ten years, I maybe even five, man. <laughs> the rate it's going it's decaying pretty quickly uh olivia i grew up in sonoma and used to go to san francisco on the weekends to go to concerts when i was 16 yeah i used to do that stuff too it was great you can't pay me to go back to the city now yeah you're screwed you are screwed my dad does a lot of work in uh, san francisco he's in the construction industry and um they've had huge problems with uh, just equipment getting stolen, material getting stolen, their cars broken into. And they were on one block that was pretty bad, just uh, like 
east of market, like Tenderloin area. <laughs> the guy literally the date, like a week prior had gotten his truck broken into a bunch of stuff taken out of it and got the window fixed. And like his tools got replaced. He, he parks, walks in to go talk to the superintendent of the job and comes back out and all his shit was gone again, less than five minutes by the time it all got replaced. Wow. Yeah. And they've been having tons of issue with material getting stolen or, um, it just coming in and it being wrecked, you know, people just go in there and they drink and just break shit and stuff like that. About five years ago, I saw this YouTube station where these dudes would go into fucking just shitty neighborhoods and they would leave a bike parked mm. and they would usually leave it parked at the top of a hill and they would tie a rope to it. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> these were the most insane videos ever. What do you think about that i'm okay with it because they stole it so therefore like the action that the consequence that happens after that is like well i don't know no no i'm okay with it for no i'm okay with it because i just feel like that's the state of affairs of the country i, I don't think it's pro i don't think ethically it's it's got it's got to be uh hey but i never i never saw someone steal one of the bikes where i was like oh that guy was just late somewhere or mm. it was every time the bike was stolen it was some scumbag mm-hmm you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah. Guy, like you see the guy, like he knows what he's pl- he's plotting. Does like the look around, passes yeah. by at once, goes back, then does like a quick hop on to get away. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, Jake Chapman, um, on 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 the one hand, Sevi uh, says how bullshit the news is, yet you believe what the internet tells you about Europe. We're all good here. Listen, you guys are progressive. We just we just saw you guys. Um, we just saw what you guys did with uh, the 49ers. You, are, you guys are not okay there. I didn't know you were. That's so crazy. I didn't know you were European. Jake, you're so cool. You guys are not okay there. Pipe down. I'll give you another fake 49er games to deal with. <laughs> Bam. Oh, my goodness. And what's crazy is, in, in, I don't know, not this one, but in some of the other videos, the guys will then run out and surround the guy. You know what I mean? And just talk to him. And then the, usually the guy, the guy can't tell whether he wants to fight or. Uh, oh, all of them getting just racked on the front of that bike, too. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Hey, give me my bike. You're hitting the nuts like that. There's no fight left in you. Tell and you the downhill ones. I like the ones where they're, where they're downhill. God, this is good. Good find, Caleb. Where's the rope? Oh, how does that guy not know that there's a rope there? <sighs> <laughs> like why are you even going over there and picking up that bike it's not even a nice bike Clink. oh <laughs> are we gonna get in trouble for the seven second rule here i don't think so this is twitter right is that facebook oh yeah facebook. uh david uh we're good and our children don't get killed in school shootings Dude, listen, Yash, you are wrong too. Uh, Europe versus America. CrossFit terms is moderately overweight, full blown type. No, you're you are absolutely nuts, dude. I went. To, I I lived in the UK twenty years ago, and you were where we are, um, or thirty years ago, and you're where we are. You were where those guys were where we are now. Complete fucking unmitigated disaster. 
Dude, you guys banded your countries together. You guys don't even have sovereignty. You guys are all just one lump sum being run by the World Economic Forum. Don't get me don't get me started fighting with you guys. <laughs> is already is already sold out. Uh, uh, 625. 625. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Jeffrey uh, Watkins, Sevon, did you listen to all the Jocko's takes on Greg, his two hot takes that just letting affiliates fail may not have been the best approach and that he communicated himself. He communicated himself out of the company. Yeah, I heard it. I, I read the comments yesterday. I went to, I went to the, I listened to it on audio and then I, someone told me the video was up yesterday and I wanted to go back to the part where, Dave called Jocko a pop seal. And I even went to the Urban Dictionary and I looked up if that term had ever been used before, pop seal, and it hadn't. I'd never heard that. So basically, Dave introduced that into the vernacular, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool, pop seal. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he apologizes right when he uses it because he knows it, it, it has a bit of a um, uh, derogatory maybe is too strong, but it has negative a, connotation. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Negative connotation. Thank you for that community. So, um, and, and then I read the comments and someone wrote, Hey, I, um, uh, I came here because Sevon said it was a horrible interview. It's not a horrible interview. Sevon just can't stand it if he's not the center of attention. And I don't remember. I, I actually think that, it, I think I actually said it was a, I, I enjoyed it uh, thoroughly and that I actually recommended listening to it, but, um, but I do have feedback on it and, um, and I do, I, I do have feedback on it. I don't, I don't think I really enjoy being the center of attention either. I think you have me read it a little wrong, but anyway, um, they, they, I, I don't know anything about Jocko's career. I've I've only listened to, um, uh, sound bites of his podcast on, um, uh, that I see on Instagram. I went to his Instagram page once and I saw it was just a bunch of watches posted at 4:20. and just everything I've seen about him. He's just not my cup of tea. Not that I dislike him, and I, and I think a lot of people find value to him, and anytime I mention his name, the people who listen to this show love him. Great. So be it. Uh, I, I do uh, – I, I don't care whether a seal tells kisses and tells or doesn't. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion on that. My thing about the whole thing is, is that I find him disingenuous as all fuck because – um, you've had an affiliate for 10 or 15 years and you've never invited Dev Dave or Greg on and you betray yourself by inviting them now when you're selling garbage. And uh, at bare minimum, I know it's garbage because I guarantee you that those fucking plastic bottles and plastic bags and all that shitty selling supposedly healthy stuff in is not good for you. And so, you know, does he say cool shit? Yeah. Like uh, there's the, there's a great Chris Williamson says, what suggestions do you have for men? And he says, work out and do jujitsu and you know, whatever. But just the black and white and, and the overstylized and, and the disingenuous of invited, waiting so long to invite him on. It's like, hey, it screams volumes to me. But, but I thought Dave handled himself well, and I think it's fucking hilarious that Dave called him a fucking pop seal. <laughs> and him and Goggins. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it also speaks uh, without but saying anything about Dave's career. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. And, 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 and I, I, I spoke to Dave every single night, muscle manos, a, a few nights while he was on deployments. 
and I know that in, unless he was just straight out lying to me, which I never even considered once, I would be talking to him, and every night it'd be like, hey, I have to go. Don't leave me alone. I'm going on a job, and don't contact me again until I contact you or shit like that. And that would happen day after day after day after day. Yeah. Well, also, and, too, just like when he said the pop seal thing, Jocko never pushed back or anything. No, no, like, no. He like, well, he kind of he didn't push back, but he, he, he explained himself. He said something he made he distinguished between being a silent professional and a quiet professional. And mm -hmm. he, and he and Jocko knows those terms because he knows of the he's he, I'm sure he's been ridiculed or the judgment or he knows what the etiquette was supposed to be of seals. And Dave helped walk him out of that, too. Dave didn't just like call him a pop seal and then just leave him flailing. Yeah, Dave, totally threw him a few, Dave was a gentleman and threw him a few uh, lifelines. Yeah. And Dave, Dave also told – I spoke to Dave after, and he told me he, he really does like Jocko's book, which blows me away, right? Mm -hmm. And it makes me want to read Jocko's book. That's a good book. But, but dude, um, uh, I, 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 I'll go one step further. I think Jocko and Andy Stump are butt buddies, and Jocko's being a loyal friend. And since Andy doesn't like Dave and uh, Greg, um, he was not going to have them on the show. I'm, I'm guessing. I completely made that up. So there's that. Yeah, but I, I just say I didn't like the show or that I'm hating on Jocko or any of that is complete fucking nonsense. I'm just I'm just watching from uh, outside and making, uh, I think, what are fair assessments. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not and I'm not even hating on him for for waiting. If he hates Dave, if he hated Dave and now he wants to sell fucking junk food uh, to, to the masses and he's having Dave on, I'm not hating on him for that either. But that doesn't mean that I can't have that perspective or opinion well you could tell there's some sort of reason why they didn't uh kind of embrace embrace crossfit because it andy jocko um goggins rogan like all these guys always just hover around the idea of it but they've never come out and like talked about it and then the one person that went on and obviously we know was frazier to rogan's and that was a fucking disaster in terms of representation of the crossfit community and what crossfit disaster and then now we have this one with Jocko, which is very obviously just a promotional stunt for um, Jocko's products and sponsorship with the CrossFit Games. So, yeah, something, something within there happened where they all embraced the methodology, used the methodology, knew, knew of its effectiveness, but never quite gave it the uh, attention it deserved, especially in the early days. For and, one reason or another, who knows? But, but Jocko does embrace CrossFit, but doesn't seem to embrace Greg. Just, yeah, like, but Andy, I just like Andy, just like Andy embraces CrossFit, but doesn't seem to embrace Greg. Right. But I also uh, followed Jocko quite a bit, like when he first wrote his book and stuff like uh -huh. that. And I never even knew he had a CrossFit affiliate until just oh. recently. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, like what I mean recently, I mean, like when Dave went on the show recently, like within okay. the last two weeks. So you mean to tell me that you were in the SEALs, you trained with CrossFit in the early days, you had uh, lunch with Nicole and Greg and Dave after a very early day seminar in the SEALs, knew that it was the most effective methodology, so much so to get yourself prepared for the unknown and the unknowable, that you then opened an affiliate in your area so you could continuously train this way, had your other SEALs trained this way, but yet never fucking talked about it on any of your public platforms? That affiliate or invited them on. Uh, if you, I think you were reaching on that relationship with Andy, though. Oh, you don't think Andy and Jocko are very close? I, 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 I have heard uh, differently. Jocko hasn't updated his his affiliate in years. Like it's looked the exact same since like 2012. Another mistake and assumption. What What's the assumption? I I, I don't know what you guys are saying. 
Uh, yeah, I think his drink is the um, drink of the games or whatever. Yeah. Jocko Gofield. Yeah, I, I would drink the junk food too. Dave was drinking the junk food. Yeah, I, 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 I would drink the junk food. Doesn't it doesn't mean it's not that everyone everyone chill, um. Okay, uh, Andy was on Jago's podcast a while back. Yeah, I, I know they're friends. I mean, I I'd be willing to bet ten thousand dollars on it. Uh, Mr. Clock, that wasn't for you. Okay. What I don't know though is is if the Jocko has is that is that kind of loyalty. Like like I'm definitely like that. If I think that if 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 I if I think that dave or greg or my close friends if i if i think that they really fucking have a problem with someone uh, i'll be um t- uh unfortunately i'm extremely loyal like that too like if i found like if if i found out that um i don't want to use caleb or matt as an example if i found out a dear friend's wife was cheating on my friend i, I wouldn't talk to their wife ever again probably it's just how i am i don't know if I, I wouldn't like have negative thoughts or like hate them but i just wouldn't talk to them disassociation yeah yeah or if you accused a, a mad of robbing a bank and i and, and he didn't i probably would, or even if he did i probably wouldn't talk to you again <laughs> uh did, greg isn't asking anyone to embrace him so why do you care if he's embraced i don't know i don't know if i do i don't know if i do care um what i was just suggesting once again let me say this is that um you you have this platform you know of the miracle that is crossfit and its um health benefits and its psychological benefits and its uh financial benefits to you know the small business miracle that it is and yet you don't have and you're and you partake in it and yet you have this huge platform and you have access to you know the biggest people in that space and you don't ever use it until you want to sell an energy drink and protein powder that's all i'm saying <laughs> And I'm not even saying I have a problem with it, but it makes everything else like a little disingenuous. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I'll, I'll tell in, 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 to degrees, every guest does. So, I saw someone the other day accused Alex Gazan of doing steroids and benching 270 for she benched 270. So, what did I do? I went online and I found the strongest bench press woman in the world who's natural. She benched 303 at 138 pounds. So, I invited her on the show and she's going to come on the show in a couple of weeks. And why am I doing that? Because I'm curious. I want to like, I want to hear, I want everyone to get a look at what a natural girl looks like and hear her opinion and make, and, and like add to the conversation. And so I don't have a problem with Jocko doing that. I'm just saying that that's it, that I, I think it's disingenuous. It, it, it takes a little, I'd have to, he'd have to have Dave on three more times before I was like, okay, that they really are, uh, that the, 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 the friendship's real. It's sincere. The, the interest in each other. Mm-hmm. David Natural, sure. <laughs> hey, I, 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 me and Hiller studied her account yesterday, and I'm gonna even tell her before she comes on. I'm like, hey, I don't want to play gotcha with you. I just want to ask you about being natural. And if she doesn't want to talk about it, then I won't have her on. doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be that i'm saying anything bad about uh jocko it's not it's not like that just just my assessment of the timeline of the situation and it's obvious too i mean it's like and they talked about it in the podcast he kind of tried to avoid it about what the 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 sponsorship and the situation 
Yeah, it came at the end, right? It came at the end. Yeah, he's like, yeah. and this is be a good time to have you on yeah. because of with the go. Yeah. And it, so it was yeah. very obvious. Like the whole thing yeah. was like, you know, yeah. brought to you by Jocko Fuel. Might as well just have said that throughout the whole entire show. Like, what if what if they would have started the show with, "Holy shit, Dave! I can't believe I've never fucking had you on." And uh, the truth is, is I know you got a little beef with Stump, and Stump got a beef with you, and Stump's my friend. And now I'm doing. I'm excited because I think that I can sell a shitload of this stuff to the CrossFit community. And I think it's a shortcut to getting some protein. And um, I'm flattered that this community, you know, with its high standard, high level of, of acceptance of bullshit products has embraced mine. And it, I'm a little embarrassed that I haven't had you on sooner, but I'm glad it's happening. Yeah, I've been a 10,000. Uh, Taking all the air out of the fucking room. I'd yeah, be like, I'd just be sitting here like this. Damn. I'm yeah. done. Did it. And he opened a lot of doors. But he didn't. But he didn't. Yeah. And that's okay too. I ain't um I think he's on about Jen Thompson. Wow, look at you, Yash. Holy shit. You know your shit. We uh we called uh we 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 me and uh, the three playing brothers and Hiller FaceTimed uh Hunter McIntyre yesterday. Mm. It was cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. How's Hunter doing? He's good. He, you can tell he's um, you know what really he's like right because in two in two in two weeks he's going to compete and try to set the fucking all the record that can't be broken at High Rocks, right? Mm-hmm. Pulled out. He was done. He basically retired from High Rocks. My words, not his. And now he's um, now he's coming back for one final season because he had that a debacle with the Olympics, right? Mm. He, he had the dates wrong for qualifying for the Olympics. And so you can just tell when you're, he's sitting on the couch and he just, there's something about him that's kind of on edge. Mm. Like he's ready to run the race now, but it's not for another two weeks. Yeah. So he's kind of like held back a little bit, like a yeah, it's caged intense. animal ready to go. Wait for Sevon to say nothing bad about the podcast or Jocko, though it's just my observation. I don't, fuck you. I don't know what you're saying, but I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, what are the bullshit products if you haven't tried them or seen the formulation bullshit by association? <sighs> Listen, you can go out and buy your own creatine and your own arginine and you can put you can mix them and you can make your own shit or you can go out and you can mix a bunch of you can buy people shit that's already mixed together. Like the, the NO explode or the liver King protein powder or, and, and you don't, you don't know where they're made. Um, you don't know what fucking natural flavors are put in them. That That's all you don't know those plastic bottles. You don't know what kind of fucking shitty plastic was sprayed inside of them. That that's, uh, that's all I'm saying. It's, it's pr- anything processed, all the processed shit, all the pro just anything processed. Like, um, like, uh, um, like decaf beans. Those are bullshit. That, that's what I mean by bullshit. Yeah, the Ricky Garrard stuff. Any, any, I'm trying to think if I have anything that's bullshit. Like, uh, let me show you something. I can reach over and grab it. I got a can of a polar ice water, uh, sparkling water there. I don't buy sparkling water at my home anymore, but we're on, uh, I don't like the word vacation, but we're traveling. So I got a case of sparkling water as a treat for the house. Well, the inside of that can of, of polar water is sprayed with like the thinnest coat of plastic that's like the worst kind of plastics for you, supposedly. As opposed to, I could just get water out of the tap and carbonate it myself. I could buy the shit online and carbonate it myself. 
still going to be bullshit with your fluoride and everything else, but right. <laughs> that's all. I'm, that's all. I'm just saying like this, this guy's packaging a bunch of shit that you could do yourself. Mm-hmm. You can mix together yourself and, and that's it. That's all I'm saying. Hey, uh, Chapman, one day Sebi's going to tell us he's vegan, but uh, very possible. That's a, totally possible. You, think you know what the problem with the carbonated drink maker is? I looked into them. The, all, there's so much plastic in them. You can't find one that's just an all glass and steel unit. I'm only eating carrots next month. Okay, let's go. Let's go to this. I'm, I'm fighting with these guys. These guys got into my head. You guys win. Okay, here we go. I'm Richard, a.k.a. Big Head. I work at the Red House, and I'm black. I like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's homes. I'm Johnny, a.k.a. T-Engage. I work at the Red House, and I'm white. I like deer hunting, bass fishing, and extending credit to all people. At the Red House. I'm black, and I love the Red House. I'm white, and I love the Red House. I'm a black woman, and I love the Red House. I am white, and the Red House is for me. At the Red House. Look at the sofa. It's perfect for a black person or a white person. This mattress is perfect for a white person or a black person. At the Red House, where black people and white people buy furniture. And expanding people, too. And all people. Three, three, six, eight, eight, two, ninety four, sixteen. You gonna call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was that commercial made? Do you think? Do you think that's real? I mean, I think so. You like that's a real, real commercial for the Red House, or is it a spoof? I can't even fucking believe this. I hope this is a hotline to buy Jocko's fruit drink. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Hi, I saw your commercial from 2009 and I was just wondering. Uh, 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 336. Oh, um, 8-8-2. Oh, I don't think this phone is hooked up. Hold on. It has to be. Somebody called already. Oh, how come you can't hear it when I'm dialing? Oh, yeah, you're right. Someone did call already. <laughs> Three three six. Oh wait, three three six eight eight two nine four one six. It looks like it's still open. You googled it? Yeah. Crazy. Thank you for calling Red House Furniture. Our store hours are Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you have reached this recording during these times, we are assisting other customers. Please leave your name, phone number, and a brief message, and we will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a great day. All right. 
thank you. I'll call back later. Um, this is the Sevon podcast, and I was just calling with some inquiries about the uh, production house that made your um, commercial. Um, I, too, am looking for a uh, production company that would uh, introduce people of uh, African-American and white American and uh, uh, what is the other one? You uh, Hispanic American descent to my uh, show and may maybe uh, some Asians. Not a lot. Some. All right. I'll call back later or um, feel free to text me with the information of the production company you used for your fabulous commercial. Thank you. All right. Um, Damn, I wish they answered. <laughs> At the Red House. <laughs> were you going to tell them that they were live on air when you called them? I, I wasn't, but that, I, now that you mentioned it, I probably should. I was going to hit the like applaud button when you said it, too. So <laughs> I could do it all. Uh, rough morning, Sevy. No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I don't, I, I just don't want, well, I'm, I'm not trying to overtly, <laughs> this is fucked up what I'm about to say. I'm not trying to overtly like pick on Jocko and I did enjoy the podcast and, and, and the easiest way to get under my skin, tr truly my, my that my Achilles heel is to be misunderstood, but it's the story of my life. And so, so whatever, uh, deal with it, Sevy. Um, but when I listen to things, I have opinions on them and I have observations on them and that's it. So, and, and, and I deal, I, I, I'm surrounded by people who live in, um, in some sort of duality where like, I can't say cigarettes are bad, but be smoking cigarettes. Like I, I live with fucking, unfortunately retards who can't it's like there's so few of us who can who can uh um, what's that called when you bring things to two things together um not mitigate um like if you're a vegan and and, and you own a mcdonald's you have to bring those two ideas together you have to bring that lifestyle and that, uh kind of what's the word i'm looking for maybe someone will say it in the um Someone help me with the word. Um, I reciprocate. Um, fuse, fuse combine, assimilate. Yeah, it's all those things. Um, not cognitive dissonance. No, it's turned into the fucking uh, hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, that's where a lot of people go. They go to hypocrite. They go to hypocrite because they don't know the definition of the. Thank you. That's a good good place to start. They don't know the definition of hypocrite. It's okay if you smoke and tell people that smoking is horrible for you. The, the, some people see a contradiction in that, and it's because they're they're fucking simpletons. They think that they are their thoughts. You're, you're not. Reconcile. It's kind of more like reconcile. Thank you, Daniel Garrity. Like if you're a vegan and you own a McDonald's, you have to reconcile that. A person who puts on false appearance or virtue uh, or, or religion. A person who acts in contradiction to his or her stated beliefs or feelings. Uh-oh, hold on. Let me see. I'm trying. I'm having trouble reconciling this definition. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so a person who acts in contradiction to his... So, so if you say smoking's bad, are you acting in contradiction to your stated beliefs or feelings? I don't think so. I think it'd be something more like, hey, nobody could go into restaurants and you have to if wear If you say you never do bad things and you smoke and you think smoking is bad, then you're a hypocrite. 
right? Sure. That's the contradiction between your belief. Now, now, because if you smoke and you say smoking's bad, all you're, you're not a hypocrite. You're just because you, you didn't say that you don't do bad things. Okay. But if you say you do bad, if you don't do bad things and you're smoking and you believe, tell people smoking is bad, now you're a hypocrite. Sure. Or you need to stay inside your house and wear a mask, but then I still go to a restaurant without one with all my friends. Uh, I don't take any advice from smokers or employ them. They spend more time smoking than fucking working lazy fucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't blame you. All they want to do is get to their next smoke break. Anyway, I've been there. Yeah, that would make you a liar. I wonder I wonder uh, what the difference is between a li a liar and a hypocrite. But I can say but I um by by no means do you have to endorse every pot product that you put in your mouth as being healthy if you're a health food person. I mean you, you, yeah, you eat sh you eat shit. Yeah, you eat some bad stuff. So would it also be the same if somebody was in prison for like stealing and they were like, Hey, don't steal. Yeah. I don't think that's a hypocrite that's a at hypocrite. all. I think that's yeah. an expert. Right. Yeah. You can live through their experience and, and yeah. their mistakes. So you don't I think that's the same one. Right. I think that's an ex expert. Yeah. Don't ever steal. It will lead to, um, uh, um, going to prison and then the person's in prison they're not a hypocrite i never stole but clearly you did steal then you're a hypocrite you're a liar mm -hmm. but, but it's anyway no no one no one no one cares yet you know what i saw yesterday it was it was so perfect with andrew andrew hiller and i we're walking down the beach together me and hiller on that path that runs along the you know so there's the row of fucking 10 million dollar houses as far as your eye can see then there's a 10 foot cement walkway and then there's the beach and then there's the Pacific ocean. Mm -hmm. And we're, and then, you know, these side streets, just every 300 yards, a, 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 a street hits the beach, right? Perpendicular to the beach, right? The street, the streets that come to the beach. And there's a late, as we're walking along the beach, a lady comes up from one of those streets perpendicular with her dog and her dog's running ahead of her off leash. And it's an old dog and it's a big dog. It's like an 80 pound lab old as shit and it crosses the, the bike path almost hits some bikers um whatever it's old it's fine and it goes right into the sand what was that <laughs> that's my dog oh, oh. Uh, it's not like someone farting farting and uh, no andrew did not finger me great question though david he didn't know he did not finger thank you for asking <laughs> And uh, so, so the dog crosses the, the bike path and goes right into the sand and immediately gets in that position of a shitting dog and takes a huge shit because obviously the chick feeds her dog horrible food. You know what I mean? It's like just a dry dog food shit, just a massive mound of shit. And so she's on one side of the bike path. Her dog's in the sand 15 feet away. And I stop and I turn around and look at her. And it's a 30-year-old chick who's 60 pounds overweight who's really attractive, right? She just looks like and she's just let herself go. And she's dressed like a cum dumpster. <laughs> you and, <laughs> and I'm just standing there, and I'm watching, and she's watching us. And, and I turn to Hillary and go, this is why fucking uh, – I, I don't want to go – I don't want to leave my house. 
I'm not, I'm not in a, I don't want to leave my house. And uh, he goes, why? I'm like, because I know this lady's not going to go over there and pick up her dog shit. And he's like, no, really? I'm like, yeah, no. And so we sit there and we watch and she does, she walks away and doesn't pick up her dog shit. <laughs> she just takes back off into the, goes back into the neighborhood. That's fucked up. In the beach, too? You know, somebody could step in that barefoot? Dude, someone's 100% going to step in that. Oh, my goodness. David, did you call the cops? <laughs> I hate you. Do you have anything better to do, David? <laughs> David, why don't you just spend one show saying nice things to me, asshole? <laughs> I know that wasn't nice to call her a cum dumpster, but I'm just frustrated. I mean, she was dressed like a skank, and he, but it was like. Well, she was on the beach. Is she in a bathing suit? Does it no, 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 no. She wasn't in a bathing suit. But she, I, she was like in some like lingerie, like weird outfit that she had no, that just made her look just trashy. Right. Like she just needed someone to buy her a drink and 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 pound her. I feel like you get a pass at the beach. I've anyway, seen. I can't think clearly about her because um, uh, because of the dog shit. Because of the dog shit, yeah. I'm just mad at her. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. But I'm like, look how she takes care of herself. Look how she represents herself, and of course, she doesn't care. Hey, and here's the thing: I get it if you didn't have a if you didn't have you forgot a poop bag or anything. It was clear though that she was running her. She it was like so obvious she just got home from somewhere, opened the door. She's like, oh fuck, I got to take my dog out and ran down to the beach and let her dog take a shit there and then took off. And it's like, or you could have waited five minutes until someone came by with a dog and been like, hey, can I get a poop bag? Yeah. Um, uh, how do you dress like a cum dumpster? You don't. You just need a little angry Armenian man to just name call you. I don't even know. I'm just being, I'm just angry. I just. That's what I was going to say. So if she came on the beach and you saw her pick up trash and then pick up somebody other other dog poop and then threw it away, would it have changed your perspective? On I'd her? ask her to marry me. Hey, do you want to get involved with me and my wife, Haley? <laughs> have you been yeah, it was to it's totally illegal what she was doing. Yeah, it was totally illegal what she was doing. And I know I didn't call the cops. <laughs> we need Hiller's version. Oh, yeah, we do. We do need Hiller's version. I could call Andrew. Excuse me. Want me to call him and see? His version. When's he take yeah. off? Is he still there today? Yeah, he doesn't take off till this afternoon. Uh, hey, it sounds like speaking of cum dumpsters, that does not sound like a dog in the back. <laughs> I just, I, it, it makes me not, it makes me not want to like go out. It, uh, it makes me just not want to like. Uh, I saw it. I saw it again from a different chick on my walk back. Oh my god, serious. <laughs> Everywhere. And I told Hiller's like, yeah, it's like riding on an airplane. He's you see the worst of humanity. Yeah, it's just. It's like, really? You it's like, you know, someone it's it's right at a spot where today, as I'm speaking, uh, uh, where her dog shit, a thousand people are going to walk through it to, today from that street onto the beach and someone's going to step in her dog shit. It's fucked up. Hiller, Hiller wanted to go back. Hiller said, hey, let's go back and pick it up. I said, no. I said, I saw the dog bury it. I didn't want to, like, dig through the dog. The dog did that thing where they kick behind it. Mm. See, the dog cares more than the owner does. <laughs> At least the dog made an attempt. Uh, 
Is it okay for your? Uh, is it okay, uh, Deanna Miller? Uh, are you wearing a bathing suit? Uh, is is it okay if your dog poos in a bush where no one walks and you just leave it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called yes. fertilizer. Asking for a friend. Yeah, totally. My um, there used to be this huge wall. You know, it's just fucking massive, like hill of ice plant that no one ever went in. Um, where I would walk my Great Danes and they would go in there and take shits, and I I was perfectly okay with that. I didn't pick that up. I was in there. Yeah, you're like that's not a. That's not a pass. Someone's gonna. No one's like, going. No one's going into that. Like, yes, yeah, sea of ice plant. Uh, Jody Lynn. Me too. I have a poop bag stowed away everywhere. Me too. Me too. I shove four in my ass and use my Cheerio as a dispenser before I leave the house. Everywhere. And my wife too. My wife has poop bags everywhere. It's crazy. That's amazing. What? That was a great visual. Thank you. Poop hey, I used to have a Great Dane that only pooped on bushes too. It was so weird. Or he would try to poop on the on like a tree trunk. Like he would back his butt onto things to try to poop on top of stuff. It was like he was a prank dog. So he, <laughs> he had like a, so he a prank. He had like a prank anus. No, he still would squat, <laughs> but he would just try to poop on on stuff. It was so weird. I find poop bags in the wash too. Wow, this is this is cool. My wife wants me. We have so many poop bags that my wife actually wants me to suspend our subscription on Amazon. Um, but there's no fucking way. I told her summer's coming. I'll just start picking up more people's poop. We need a poop bag product that we could push on here. So if there's a poop bag company that wants a sponsorship, we're all about ownership. Dude, dude. I wonder if I have a poop bag just like within reach. Brought to you by poop bag. Uh, did you? I did use a poop bag uh, when I pooped in the van. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually made a video on how to poop in what? in a van. Hey yo, what the fuck? Yeah. So you, this is if you have kids, this is what you do. You lay a paper towel down in that little toilet. So what that does is that's going to absorb the pee and keep the poop well, actually from not touching inside of the toilet. Then the kid shits on it. So you got to keep roll of paper towels in there. Then the kid shits on it, and then you wipe the kid's butt, and then you th- with a wet one, and you put that in there, and then you get another paper towel, and you put that on top, and then you put your hand inside of a poop bag, and you use the the bounty, the quicker picker upper, to absorb the pee, and then grab the poop, and then you pull it inside out. <laughs> Excuse me, done. I think you need a bounty quicker hey, picker upper right now. I made a YouTube video about that one time, and someone's like, "That seems like a lot of waste. That seems like it it's a, creates a lot of. Uh, uh, it's not very cl- uh, global or climate friendly or health conscious." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Uh, you can use empty coffee bag to pick up poop, but buy more Paper Street coffee. I don't know those those bags are pretty rigid. Those bags are rigid. They could be used for something. I don't know what. They're pretty rigid. You could pee in one of those bags. <laughs> you could poop in one of those bags. Yeah. Uh, um, Cornholio, I have a dog that poops on bushes also. He has uh, seen people letting their dogs poop in the middle of the sidewalk, and he's all about teaching them how it's done. Letting your dog poop on concrete is crazy. Okay. Uh, so th- so now you know why I don't want to go out in public, because I just don't want to. I just don't want to see the masses of just – naughty people i live with but she's not a hypocrite she didn't tell anybody else to pick up their dog poop nope she didn't nope there's a good example so then she sees another dog pick 
poop and then she goes and tells that owner hey you need to pick that up you can't leave that on the beach hypocrite is that a hypocrite no she did not because she left her dog shit but she wants everybody else to pick up their dog's poop but she won't do it with hers well this, i think you have to say i always pick up my dog poop that would just be a lie because you're at well then maybe lying uh hypocrite or because i think the definition was your action and your beliefs have to not match and her action clearly well Okay, I see what you're saying. She believes that everybody should pick up their dog poop. Maybe she she believes everyone should pick it up except her. So then her beliefs are in in accordance with her actions. (laughs) Checks out. (laughs) Uh, I don't think think anyone should smoke but me. (laughs) Uh, Mad Marv, good morning. I'm about 15 minutes behind. That commercial was done by Rhett and Link, OG YouTubers that have gone woke. They made a series of these type of commercials. Wow. Mad Marv coming through. I, I, I can't believe those guys are woke because there wasn't there kind of like an irony behind it? Wasn't it supposed to be just ridiculous? What is it? 09. Oh, that's what it said? It yeah. 09? Caleb looked it up. It said it was shot in 09. Yeah, I looked at their pages recently and just it didn't look. My only normal. takeaway from that was two takeaways. Is this real? And how come um, his, uh, they don't mention Asians? <laughs> oh, that was my did. only takeaway. Like, fuck you guys. They did it. You're right. Or Arabs or some shit. Like, why? Yeah. How? How do you just do black and white, and then at the end throw in Hispanics? That's the guy who made it. One of them, yeah. This is both of them. Um, th- those poses are the equivalent to when girls, st- hot chicks, stick their tongue out in, vi- in pictures. You know what I mean? What do you mean like this? <laughs> All that stuff. His hair, just everything. He looks. Let me see. Let me see more of his. Uh, let me judge him some more. Let me see the rest of his. There's the uh, obligatory dog. He needs kids. Bad. There's the van, the travel van. Oh, he's got all the cool shit. The dogs, the travel van. Oh, he reminds me of someone, some people in the CrossFit space. (laughs) Can't have to laugh. Uh, Yeah, Orientals. We needed Orientals in there. Uh, Sevon uh, and Assorted Guest, good morning. Hi, Jethro. Oh, wait, Kenneth DeLapp said something funny in here. Uh, he has kids. Oh, all right. Uh, Sevon just hating on everyone today. Damn. Dickhead, Sevy. Uh, okay. Um, hey, in San Francisco, uh, humans poop on the sidewalk. Fair enough. <laughs> Good point, John. So um, now, uh, 624, this is crazy. This is absolutely nuts. This matches... What uh, Tom said, his 10-year-old daughter went to school and she came back wondering what a bisexual is. Well, how? If, what do you do? This is a transformer. The transformers are introducing they, them. The original they, thems. <laughs> I... Yeah, I am fast. Today's I, I've begun my 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 journey of not eating. You know, I was thinking it's been three. It's basically been three years now, 
and I've only only two weeks of the three years did I did I did I fuck up. It's pretty good. Okay, let watch this. This is nuts. I'm Sam. I'm she-they, but you already know that. <laughs> hey, so pause this. So how, if my kid sees that, and my kid says, she, she, they, my kid, what, how am I, what am I supposed to explain to my kids what that is? Go, go to the end, go to the, like the last 20 seconds. I don't know, I don't know what, what, what I don't know why I have to. Why would I want that even introduce that type of thinking to my kids? I don't. I don't. Oh yeah, go back a little more. Yeah, yeah, go back a little more. Okay, here we go. Hey, okay. I know I'm safe when I'm with my friends or other non-binary people. How the fuck? What am I supposed to explain to my kids about that? It's almost insidious because like half of the kids probably won't ask. Oh, of course. Yeah, right. You right. know, so it's just kind of being like. That's even worse. That's right. even worse because then they're going to assume it's real. Right. Normalized. That's like the point of it, right? You're non-binary. What, what's that mean? Oh, it's just this idea you have in your head. I don't want to be. I don't want to be an idea. Uh, Trish, great question. Why did they make the non-binary non -binary kids so attractive? Good for you. Great mm -hmm. question. Blue hair. Hey, but but that's the worst transformer I've ever seen, by the way, though. Super shitty. So shitty. Yeah. Would not buy that one. I I don't know if it that's the so we're assuming the robot engages in sex. I don't think this is a sex thing. I think well, it's not sex in that sense, like that they bone. It's well, I guess I guess in essence it's all tethered to that at the end of the day. Maybe you're right. Hey, have you tried a thought a thought process of watching something like this than trying to defend why it's there? Like explain like the importance of having it there. Yeah. Uh, no, no, but but I sincerely want. I would sincerely. I I I haven't tried that, but I sincerely want to know why I would explain delusional concepts to my kids as real. And then you know people are like, well, you do you do Santa Claus, well, but the point of Santa Claus is at the end to tell that they know it's not real. The point of this is is to fucking confuse them, to put a disconnect or a um, between their genitalia and their in their thinking. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you can't think about these things. I'm just saying why would you introduce them to a child? But but what what, what is your uh, can you can you play that role? Can you play why? The only I thing that I would that I would which I've I've thought about before too. In this, uh, and the hard part is when it goes to the kids, right? Because over eighteen, it's like I don't even have an opinion on what you do and who you do it with, right? So it's it's only like the minors and everything else that it's being introduced to. But I just wonder, is it the same? Like when the same sex stuff came around and people were really staunch, like against that, and um, it, like is this something similar that it's just like an evolution? It's a new, it's a new thing in society, and eventually it'll be like normalized, and like we're just like like pushing against an inevitable change. Or I'm not concerned for it for any of the, for moral reasons, religious reasons, ethical reasons, uh, mental health reasons. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about it for the same um, for uh, 
what the implications are to make delusional people. So, for example, there was some study that 80% of high schoolers don't know the difference between fact and opinion. So do you remember those tests when we were little kids? They would have that. Mm-hmm. And it would be like that that car is um, uh, moving fast. Is that fact or opinion? And, you know, then you're like, well, that's opinion that it's. it's uh, yeah, we have fast. no way to tell. Yeah, right. That that bird is um, uh, sitting on that flagpole. That's a that's a fact. Right? Mm-hmm. You see, it's a flag. And the kids couldn't do that. And so what I'm concerned about is what are the implications that you're proposing something to keep to people as it's real? That's not real. Mm-hmm. And what are the long lasting implications of that? Yeah. Dude, we have people who are worried about their gender, like in mass in like CrossFit has like a, we have jobs are like concerned about people's feeling safe at their work based on their gender, based on something imaginary. Yeah. Like, is it, and as there's this mob that's just going to come like beat them down. Why don't you go out and learn how to surf or, invent a light bulb that uses less energy or figure out how um, uh, develop a new poop bag or uh, <laughs> uh, start a campaign to pick up litter. Why are you worried about your gender? It's something that's it's absolutely just not true. Mm. Our poop bags let us know when there are three bags left in the roll. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like the third to last one's like a different color. It's got a string on it or it's something. Like, yeah, it's like annotated third bag or three bags <laughs> left or something. It's really cool. <laughs> Hashtag marketing. <laughs> that that's the that's the part I'm concerned about. I really like. I'm, 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 um, and in that specific case, not only between what's real and not real, but what are the implications of that you're se- introducing just anything having to do with a kid's uh, sex? I mean, it's unfair for me because, like, I watched my. I'm watching my kids create their identity, like like earn like earn their identity they don't have to think about it at all uh, call her hi hey what's I, up and guys I jethro. That, and i think that makes them better people hi jethro so i have a uh, good friend who works for a uh nba uh, organization yeah and there was a player who made some uh i guess racist remarks so one of the employees that he works with who's a female said I don't feel safe that that player made these comments because it's against women. And I'm like, does he even know who you are? What are you worried about this guy saying this about you? There's no shot that he even knows who you are. You work for the company, but she was upset that he made comments that it was a, uh, a hateful work environment. Like, are you kidding me? And it was this an, a billion dollars. And it was an NBA player. Yeah, it was an NBA player. I don't want to out, you know, my friend who works for the organization, but I think we could figure out who it is. It was just recently. It was a, uh, you know, racist remark towards the Jews. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Check the list. Oh yeah, there, that's fine. Hey, but I, I'm like, I, I would, can, can I look up and see what he said? Because it's so crazy. The shit that's like considered racist these days. It's, it's like anything. Like, um, uh, uh, um, do, do you, uh, if you, if you, if you know someone, if I, if I ask you, um, uh, what, uh, what generation are you in this country, Jethro? Uh, second. Did no, you know? I'm first generation. My parents were born in Puerto Rico. Okay. So did, I'm first and, generation. And, and, and so, and then, so if my next question is, did your parents come here legally? That, that's not yeah. fucking racist. It's not, no, it's not. And it's the not, thing is, just, that's, like, that, that's not like, fucking racist at all. 
No. And the thing is, I, I've always talked about, and you've said it before, you have to understand that you're the one that had the problem if something makes you offended. Like, right. I've heard the word spick before. It right. doesn't bother me in the least. Right. So you're putting that upon yourself. You need to stop that. Right. You're the one that's making the problem, not that other person. I laugh it off when I hear stuff like that. I don't even think that applies. I think that is specifically for Mexicans anyway. I think you're trying to culturally appropriate that. Oh, my bad. Hey, um, I do. It, it, it's, it's interesting that you do call because when you call, it, it made me more sensitive due to your situation. I do think that kids should be. I, I don't know if defended, but. Um, I, I'm just thinking particularly about your son. And if someone were picking on him on one hand, yeah, that's his issue. But on another hand, there should be he needs to be defended also. Right. Uh, he hasn't come across that yet, but the thing is he goes to a Catholic but, school. But on now. the other hand, we're all picked on. Right. So it's just to the, it's just to the degree of it. Right. If he's with six of his buddies and they're, and they're poking fun of him, it's different than if it's like, like just overt, like, like, like something bad happening to him, but we're all picked on. Well, I hate to say it, but uh, it is true that kids will be kids and they're going to get picked on vice versa, no matter what. You know, no matter how accepted people who are gay or who are uh, uh, how they identify or whatever that is, it doesn't matter. You're right, going to get picked right. on regardless, whether you're skinny, whether you're fat, whether you're tall, whether you're short, right. it doesn't matter. It, but, but it's like this. Let's say you're hanging out with 10 of your friends and you're gay and they don't know it and they start using the word faggot or, or homo and they start in, like in the joking around sense that how kids do that's not nice. But, but, but it happens all the time. And that no one even knows that they're fucking hurting someone's feelings. It, it reminds me of the time that a guy came to buy a motorcycle from me and I, and I'm not Jewish, but I have three Jewish kids. And it was the first time he goes, Hey, are you trying to Jew me? And I was like, and it, and it hit me. Right. But it wouldn't have hit me if I didn't have Jewish kids. I would just would have like sloughed it off. Like, what do I care? Did that, you know what I mean? So what are we supposed to do? I don't know. Well, um, uh, I, I, I think in a, in a, in a, in a, in a world of healthy, civilized people, like, like instead of bitching on my podcast, like the right thing to do would have maybe been over to that lady, gone over to that lady and been like, hey, man, that's not cool you did that. Like, say it in a really calm way, be like, hey, man, that's not cool that you um, let your dog poop there. Yeah, it's like, all, it's all like the in delivery. a really calm way, I could have, yeah. And in a really calm way, I could have said to that guy, hey, dude, I got three Jewish boys. And like, I, that's not cool to use that word like that. And if he said, fuck you, you fucking kike, then I would just, I don't know. Then I have the choice to be like, all right, I'm not going to sell the bike to this guy or slap him or not care or whatever. Right. But in, I think in a, like a really civilized society, like, or, or, or a really grounded, healthy person, um, instead of me like walking away all flustered and being like, I, it makes me not want to ever leave my house again. I, I do my contribution to humanity. And I say to that girl, like, Hey, you should pick up your dog poop. That's not cool. Well, the problem is we're putting way too much energy into this stuff. I, the, 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 people don't have enough. They shouldn't have put this much energy into fighting these fights that really, in the end of the day, is not going to make a difference. Mm. That's, that's the way I feel anyway. Like well, what, do you think tries, of, what do you think about the Transformers cartoon introducing they and them to kids? I don't like it, but the problem is, just like uh, Matt said, we've kind of like let it get too far and now it's getting normalized. Mm. It's not, it's not the place to have that conversation with, with cartoons 
at elementary schools. I think it's something that parents should talk about. Because listen, for my case, I knew my son was gay from the time he was about three years old. So that conversation for me was easy. But if some, if there's, uh, listen, it is, it is tough for kids to come out, but there's no better time to come out of the closet, if, as, as they say, than now. There's no better time to be a woman than now. There's oh. no better time to be black than now right. in this country. There's no but better time to wanna... be a fentanyl addict than now. Now's a great time. Oh, yeah, yeah, free, free housing, free, yeah. free, uh, free food, everything. No, so we, we have to stop normalizing it and let people handle their business with their kids on their own and not push it in the schools and not push it in cartoons and not have it in everyday vernacular, as, 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 you, would, as you would say. Um, uh, Kenneth DeLapp says, I'm just happy Sevon finally can tell the difference between Gabe and Jethro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when Gabe called yesterday, I was like, man, that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> I suck. I, and I was thinking about Vic, Victor Brown. Where is he from? He's got some sort of like New Jersey, New York accent. He's probably out in Missouri or something. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that's his real voice. Nah, no, but I, definitely but I, not. But I hope I never hear his real voice. Hey, how do you know your son's gay at three? Uh, he was playing with dolls, but he was also. He would have like these big handkerchiefs, like from the like from the restaurants. He pretended he'd have a dress on, uh, but and it kept, it kept going. You know, usually that might phase out a little bit, but he kept it going as he got a little older. So, yeah, understood. But you know, the little things here and there, we we kind of knew he was gay, which is cool. Yeah, and, and whatever. Did, and, and and does he eventually tell you? Uh, it's funny because he, my wife told me, "Hey, listen, Jet came out as gay." I said, "Okay." He's going to tell you, but he's nervous. I was like, why is he nervous? Oh, you know, he's just a little nervous to tell you. I was like, all right, cool. So, <laughs> funny story. I was watching Tucker Carlson, and he came up to me. He's like, Dad, I got to tell you something. I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, I just want to tell you I'm gay. I'm like, cool. What else? He's like, oh, that's it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, thanks for telling me. I-, I knew you were gay. I love you regardless. So don't sweat it. And that was that. Yeah, and you never talked about it again. He just didn't give it any energy. No, no. Listen, he's got good grades. He's got a lot of good friends. He's a good kid. No one ever complains about him. So, oh, listen, just like you worked in the home for disabled adults. Yeah. I've wanted to say this for a while now. Uh, when you have a kid who has special needs or multiple kids that have special needs and you see it, you work with them, you don't give a fuck if your kid's gay. Uh, you want your, uh, your kids to be happy and healthy and not have to be going through IEPs and, and, and anything through school and having to worry about getting those kids in a home when they're 25 years old. No freaking way. That's why when people like have kids, they say, does he have 10 fingers, 10 toes? Yeah. Is yeah. he healthy on the Avgar score? I mean, this is when they're in the hospital. But listen, when, when I worked for three years in the special needs population as a uh, youth organizer for sports and uh, education, when you see these kids and the parents, what they go through every single day, it's like another job. So when you have a kid that's a typical kid and not a special needs kid, you thank your lucky stars you have a quote-unquote healthy, typical child because it is rough for those parents. And to have multiple ones, uh, you know, it's, it's very, very hard. So gay, straight, blue, black, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You want your kid to be happy and healthy. Uh, uh, Melissa says, uh, amen caller. Uh, Audrey says, man, I fucking love Jethro. Kenneth DeLapp says, preach it. 
brother. Philip Kelly says Jethro is a great dad. Hey, um, what about this? Uh, and I'm with you on that, man. Uh, the one thing you do not want your kid to be is a drug addict or have mental health issues. Like you do not want you like a schizophrenic child or that shit gets like that's real shit. Um, I'm not talking about mental health issues. Like someone called you, has told you you had a big nose. I'm talking about like the real shit. Like you're hearing voices in your head. Um, but what about, do you ever think when your son tells you that he's gay, do you ever think, Oh, that's going to be a tough road to tow? Like one time my dad recently told me, and I hate to compare it to your son's situation, but he said he thought I was going to be an artist and he felt bad for me because he knew it was going to, I was going to be poor and it was going to be a tough road to uh, hoe my whole life. (laughs) You ever think when he tells you that, you're like, fuck man, he's going to have some challenges that I wish he didn't have Uh, to go I did it first, and as he's gone along his life, getting older, going to high school now, it's been a little easier than I thought. Uh, I mean, listen, like I said, I live in a pretty conservative Republican town, but we haven't seen anything to the effect that it's going to really mess him up being, you know, outwardly gay. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a great dancer. It looks like he's going to pursue a dance career uh, as he goes into college. And there's not, it's actually worked to his advantage. You know, he hangs out with a lot of girls. He's a talented dancer and uh, actor, so there's not a lot of those roles for men. So it's, he's, you know, he's leaning into it and actually using it to his advantage. You know, he's like the kind of like the star and the lead in all the uh, dancers now that he does for his competition. So yeah, he's getting noticed, which which is helping him out. So okay, let me say something here. This is gonna uh, might be me pushing my limits, but let me let me try this. What about finding um, strong? gay role models for him instead of flamboyant ones. And, 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 and by that, I mean, who's the guy, uh, what's the, what's the um, uh, author's name? Peter Murray. Is that his name? The, the guy who wrote, um, he's a soup fuck. Is that the guy's name? He's a crazy famous author. He's so fucking smart. Let me see if I can find his name. Uh, Peter. Uh, Kids books or regular books? No, it's a regular. Oh God, what's the guy's? It's not. It's not Peter Murray. It's something Murray. He's an English guy. Um, but by that I mean, um, not maybe strong isn't the right word. By that I mean, uh, caricatures of a, like he can be his own gay man. He doesn't have to follow in the footsteps of other gay men. He doesn't have to do the Douglas Murray. Douglas Murray. He wrote the. Um, uh, he's a, a you know world famous author. Uh, you know, uh, he wrote, well, let's see, uh, the war of the West, the madness of crowds. Um, God, I would love to have this guy on as a guest. What about so, so that you, um, you don't have to, um, it's, it's kind of like if you're a black kid, you don't have to uh, pretend to be a rap star. You know what I mean? You can blaze yeah. your own fucking path. If you're gay, you don't have to pretend to be, um, uh, Richard Simmons. You can blaze your own path. Like, do you think about that? Like, making sure like he, he realizes like, Hey, you can be your own gay person. Well, I've told him before and I got this from somebody else. I didn't think of it. So, uh, you know, you have to lead your own path, like you said, uh, and you have to have your own, uh, accountability yeah. and you have to set your own self because if you don't do it for yourself, someone else is going to do it for you. And that person isn't going to do it to benefit you mm. It's going to benefit them. So don't sit back and like have a narrative of, you know, this is what I want people, but my perception of what they want me to be. I need to be what they, what, what I don't be what I want to be because then they're going to flip it around. But like, well, you're only going to be able to do this. No, he can do whatever he wants. I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, I've told yeah. him before. Yeah, no, no, don't, no, don't, I really, don't I really let people, like it. Don't, 
don't let people dictate what your path is going to be. You have to do a few, but in terms of role models, yeah, to be honest, like there's not as many gay role models that aren't as flamboyant in that realm and in, in the uh, arts and acting and singing and dancing and stuff like that. You know, there's more on the flamboyant side, but he's like, not really like flamboyant. Look at, look at even Doogie Howser. He's gay. And, uh, and, uh, I don't know the, the actor's name, but you, you would never know you would, he, and, and he's openly gay, but he's not, he's not, um, I don't know. He's, he's not a caricature. Uh, look at Jeremy E. World says, uh, Sevy's right. Um, if you're a black man, you don't have to be a rap star. You have uh, another option. You can go to the NBA. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, Jeremy's right. Uh, yeah. In, anyway, if, um, I, I highly recommend introducing your son to Douglas Murray, by the way. Douglas Murray, I'm gonna definitely take a note of that. Yeah, maybe play some videos. How old's your son? Fourteen. May, he might be too young for his books, but uh, maybe not. Maybe not. The Madness of Crowds. Madness of Crowds is probably a cool book for him. We'll check it out for sure. All right, brother. Thank you. All right, guys. All right. Bye. Later. <clears throat> Always great to hear from him. Uh, Trish, uh, you're being a little too gay, son. I mean, I, I don't, I don't care if, if 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 you want to go off the deep end. I just feel like you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to. Like you can, you, you can be your own. Um, choose your. Uh, maybe gay men have a uh, 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 what's the word I'm thinking? Of? Penchant for like is that the word penchant? Pen, what's the word for being? Uh, what's the word for being cooks or designing clothes or dancing? Uh huh. Um or joining the military <laughs> um, but uh the keep his options open you don't have to um well i think yeah, it, like, oscar wilde yeah oscar wilde was gay right i think it's just like the uh natural thing for any parent that if you find a, a kid like so when i was super into skateboarding i'd bring home like the old skate videos on vhs and play them and sometimes i would only give very shortly in the video for my mom would stop it because they'd be like breaking something or lighting something in a trash can on fire or something like that right yeah 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 and um she would always find like the tony hawks or like the more clean cut skateboarders and try to like hack you that way a little bit it's okay to wear a helmet exactly yeah you don't have you don't you can be gay and not be an activist so like you can be black and not be an activist. It's okay. You don't have to fucking waste your life doing that shit. Yeah. But look, look at Tim cook, the guy who fucking runs the, the, the most powerful fucking entity on planet earth is gay. Why can't he be your role model? Deal. But yeah. the point you were making wasn't necessarily trying to skew the way his son acts. It's just trying to put really strong, good figures in front of them. So that way they have role models, but role models that they go, Oh wait, this person's kind of like me too. And right. so that way they could, it's a little bit more influential as opposed to if you're like, be like, Jocko, yeah, to get off that stage. You need to be like him. There's just going to be a huge resistance against that. Uh, Neil Patrick, uh, um, uh, uh, Mason Mitchell. I really like straight acting gays like Neil Patrick Harris. Sevon, is that is that is that like a tantamount to blackface? <laughs> straight dude who plays a gay dude, or a gay dude who plays a straight dude? Um, Sean Sullivan. The thing I noticed about gay people is that their whole worldview, everything, is seen through that lens. Well, I'm not sure what you mean by that, but I, I do find it interesting if you don't have women kind of putting the brakes on on dudes. I would be curious what unmitigated just sexual energy. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, Sean Sullivan, Tim Cook is a total activist. His whole worldview is based on the fact that he's gay. Well, he may, may maybe. Mm. You think that's true? Is that true? I I don't. I mean, I know they 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 did that red thing for AIDS. I I don't. I think Tim Cook is a very private person. I wouldn't say he's a total activist at all. I mean, how much do you even know about Tim Cook? He's very private. Yeah, he seems. I don't hear shit about him. Yeah, and I, one hundred percent guarantee when you talk to him, he is uh, very economically conservative. He's very or. <sighs> the least amount of regulation in government and a bunch of like other stuff too. I don't think he's just showing up to like the gay pie parades. And he grew up in a rural part of Alabama too. He did. Yeah. He used to have this huge fro, huge fro. And I think he got like uh ran down on the side of the road and like beat up for being gay when he was younger. So if you want to talk about what will shape your activists, like, just be yourself, walk down the road and have people like jump out of a car and beat you up. You might be a little bit uh, motivated to defend that from put, um, put a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Sean Sullivan, he donates a ton of money to LGBTQ causes. Every corporation does, brother. Go into Target right now and look at the whole sections. All of them do. It's a corporate thing. That doesn't mean it's right, though. I agree, Sean. It doesn't mean it's right. It also I mean, doesn't mean it's coming directly from like Tim Cook. Right, you mean as opposed to from Apple? If it's from Apple or, or not. But I mean, I just say like out of all the, I just don't see it enough as much to, to, to say that it's, he's a strong activist for it. Gotcha. I mean, do you? Am I wrong? I have no idea. He's crazy private. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's and how I and when, I, th so when I think of Apple, I don't think of them overtly as a woke company. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they might be. Um, I know that I, I think of them as... Um, I don't. Their trip. It's a trip over there. I didn't think of Steve Jobs as woke, um, but maybe he was. I wonder what's happening to people like Zuck. Like if they're waking up, they're in control. The fuck you need to wake up from? Change the algorithm. Watch society dance around puppets. Yeah, I don't know. You think you what do you what do you mean? You think there's like a higher like hey, they're waking you, up you, to the agenda they're supporting or I mean it benefits. Do you know do you know any happy um I'm trying to think I'm really quick if I know any. Yeah. I was gonna say, do you know? I'm. I was gonna say, do you know any happy-go-lucky like whose con their their consciousness isn't just their conscience isn't just weighing on them? Their um uh, uh, liberals, but I but I can say the same thing about conservatives too. I I see a bunch. Of just thinking of all the people I know around me in my life who are stressed and their varying degrees of stress versus how they view the world and their the, the ideologies that they you know project onto the world. I, I just I do you think that Tim Cook enjoys his life? You think he's a happy go lucky, fun, easy like 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 you know? When's the last time you think someone told a dirty joke to Tim Cook? For me to make an assessment on that would be just a total fucking guess, right? You know right, what I mean? Like right, we know right, right. so so little about about him, right? Um, but some of the executives that are like the C suite executives that I've been around before are all it's all just people. It's not like they're going around pushing some woke agenda, you know, right, right. in their everyday life very 
fiscally concerned. If you run a business, there's a certain amount of um, ideology that comes with that. You're independent. You're going out and you're hunting every single day. There's no fucking benefits package. You got to make right, that right, right, right. There's no HR team to go to complain about to say Savon was really mean to me in this last text and it made me feel uncomfortable in my job. Like that, that that doesn't exist, right? So there's just a different mentality. I think that comes with that a little bit. I wonder if he does interviews. Does he do podcasts? Steve, Tim Cook's never done a podcast, right? No. And the stuff that he does do is very manufactured. And it stays well with inside the lines, and it's 100% within their control. Like you, Apple's you, control and Tim Cook's people's control. Do you think that um, – uh, be honest with me. Do you think that um, – I'm I'm pushing when when I don't when I see that stuff in Transformers I'm like shit I'm not gonna let my kids watch Transformers. You think that that's too too extreme? I think the age that your kids are and and um, you're the parent. I think that's not extreme at all. Do you I think, think it's extreme that parents who do who do see that and continue to let their kids watch it. No, I think it's extreme with parents are have no engagement at all and they just say go like this here go sit down. Oh right. Like they don't even they don't even know that like hey like they don't even have the awareness to know that they watch their kids watch Transformers and were introduced to they them. Mm-hmm. Like I just think that as a parent, especially for the kids that that are I mean young like that, like under the age of ten and everything else, like I think that the parent should be it definitely has the right to be and should be in charge of what the inputs are that are going into their their kids because I think that wasn't it like a a Hitler Youth thing. <laughs> kids between zero and seven and i'll have them back because i have them for life after that right because the programming the neurological pathway the thought process the framework of thinking has already been been kind of set in place it's yeah. harder to undo that programming than it and re- rewrite new one right hey good morning good morning guys hey good morning good morning happy mother's day oh thank you oh happy mother's day to you too <laughs> No, I just heard what you were talking about. Is it hard being a, like liberal? Yeah. Yes, it's very freaking hard. <laughs> like, like, like it's just to, not fun. Like you're just stressed out. Yeah, no, it's not fun at all. You have to worry about every freaking thing. You have to defend everything. Everything is like you're uh, insulting me all the time. So everything you say is an insult to me, and you're you're homophobic you're racist, you're all these things. And I have to defend it constantly all the time when I could just, I don't know, wake up and realize that not everybody is racist. Not everybody's homophobic. Not everybody's transphobic. Like people just want to be happy and chill and not have to worry about all this crap. Right. So yeah, it's really hard to be, to be woke. I mean, I mean and it's annoying. They seem very uptight to me, and and when yeah. I talk to if I bring up any subjects around them, they they get very uh, defensive, uh, very quickly. I wish I could give you guys some examples. I've just been getting in trouble lately, and, and I just need to be careful. Um, they don't even know why. They don't even know why they're offended half the time. Yeah. It just it sounds a certain like honestly, if someone called me a half moon cookie right now, I and I was like I would have to be upset about that. But those cookies are delicious. Why right. am I going to be? It's <laughs> whatever you know what i mean I, I don't i don't care what's the worst i'm gonna be mad all day like i would have to be literally mad at people all day long for everything they say right and i'm too tired for that i don't have time for that i have other things i gotta do <laughs> like right. it just it's you know i i can say i don't want my kids to or my child to watch a drag show because 
he's six and doesn't need to see a drag show. Yeah. And then immediately I'm transphobic. Right. It's like, I'm not transphobic. I'll, I'll go to a drag show. Drag shows are fun for me because I'm 40 and I can get into the club. Like, right, right. Not right. for my six year old. Right. I'm not, I'm not hating on drag queens. I right. just, my six year old doesn't need to see it. But right. they're going to get pissed at me immediately. And they don't even know why they're mad at me. I just, I, I'm just transphobic. That's it. Or I'm drag phobic or whatever it is. So, yeah, it's, they, they have to be super tired by now. Like it, they're it, eventually. It's, it's a relief once you don't, once you don't have to do, do that, once you don't have to defend everything. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. You have no idea how much better my state of mind. Uh, how I view the world, how I walk through the world, how I move through the world is just a million times better now that I don't have any of that crap on my shoulders. Yeah, it's it's, it's easier to uh, just enjoy things, accept things. Yeah, and enjoy people. Enjoy, like, there's a whole group of people now I don't have to be pissed at all the time. Right. Says the guy, uh, who, says the guy who makes a, a, a show about being angry at a lady who's dog shit in the sand. Right. <laughs> but but that being said and the nuance there and please allow me to defend myself is that i think it's funny and they can't even laugh yeah. at themselves they don't even think it's funny yeah yes. there, there's an, oh absurd, there's an absurdity and funness and lightness to my existence that's just like i fucking love it and yeah you're you right. and, it's, it's, and it's not light to them it's not light it's like they're 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 so fucking wound so tight <laughs> Like, do you find that there's like a, a correlation between like stand up comics and this? Like, stand up comics, you can go watch them and they're hysterical and they literally make fun of every demographic on the planet. Right. And it's hysterical. Do you remember the old uh, Eddie Murphy ones, like Raw and, uh, and Delirious? Yep. I, when he did the one about the gay guy on top of the police car going, woo, woo, woo. That shit was funny. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't care how you slice it. That was a funny freaking joke. And I can laugh at that all day long. I can, my, half my gay friends will laugh at that. It's, it's just, it's funny. It's a joke, but nothing can be funny anymore. It can't be, you can't just have a good time with people anymore. It's, oh my God, I hurt your poor feelings. Like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Just funny stereotypes, whatever. <laughs> Um, uh, there's a question here. Um, Mason Mitchell, uh, what's the relationship between gay and lisping? Uh, serious question. I don't understand. Gay and lesbian. No lisping when, when, uh, just lisping. I don't even know what that, what lisp, Lisping? lisp, lisp. Like I can't even do a lisp, like a lisp, but you know, like gay guys talk with the lisp. Oh, I, what's the what's the difference between them? No, no, no. Why do they lisp? Like, what's the what's the? Oh, I am. You, you, know, think, you know, like like dudes in the hood talk a certain way because they all just I don't know where the origins oh, are, but they are, I, but, but gay guys have their own like you know talk. Well, there's different there's different cultures of gay men. Uh, that culture of gay men, I think that they're just the more feminine, and they embrace their femininity more. Okay. So that they they kind of try to culturally appropriate women. They do it poorly, but I mean, they like it. It's their thing. I, I have no idea. Yeah, uh, they even, just, even Trish knows it's cultural. Yeah, it's a. It's just a. I mean, you got the subsection of the more feminine dudes. You got the bears, who are the big, burly, like cut down trees, whatever guys. I mean, the gym dudes. Like, there's there's all subset cultures that they got their own thing. 
Like it's so, probably way easier if you're gay to be a bear than it is to be like the dudes who just are constantly manicured and like perfect. Yeah, I mean, I would say the bears like they they try to hide it more. They're a little bit more in the closet than obviously the 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 more feminine ones because you can obviously tell like when they're more feminine. Like I think some of the bears kind of try to hide it and stay in the closet and not that's like the down low gaze. But. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be. You don't have to, like I said, that's why I'm butch. Like, I don't want to play with makeup. I don't want to do my nails. I don't want to, I just. You don't want to print, face. yeah. What's that called? Primping. Yeah, not primping, yeah. yeah. No, I don't want, my hair is curly on its own. I don't have to put curlers in, none of that. Like, I just, I just go. Like showering, showering and wiping your butt. That's like, those are the cornerstones. Yeah, my, my wife my laughs at me. <laughs> I shower like a dude. Like, I just get in there. I do shower like a uh, black person though, because I use a washcloth. I don't know why white oh, people don't use washcloth. Oh, cloth, really? Yeah. Using a washcloth is a black person thing. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know why you guys don't use washcloth. Wow. <laughs> or maybe that, it's—that's amazing. Because every I, I grew up, we always had washcloths, but I'd never used one. We, we have oh, them. Yeah, we got them just in case some black people come over. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, yep. He's comfortable. But he's comfortable. <laughs> wow, that's. Cr- Yep. So that's crazy. So I, I didn't know that. I yeah. just learned something. <laughs> no, we have them too, but anytime, and we tell the white people that come over and stay at our house, hey, washcloth on the, use them. They help. Oh, look at, <laughs> look at Mike's an Armenian dude, and he says he uses a washcloth. Oh, Dina Martinez, uh, Mexicans use washcloths too. Wow. Mm. So maybe it's just American born, born white people or English. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's not like European or South American. Maybe it's just something weird. American people do. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, they like the, so, so you take a bar of soap and you rub it on the washcloth and then you use the washcloth to wash your body. Yes. And then I wash the wash, washcloth so that it's clean again. When I go to scrub my dirty, nasty body again, after I work out. <laughs> I just use a bar of soap all over my body and then I look at all the pubes that are stuck to it and then I just roll it over in my hands as many times as I can to until, oh, yeah. all, until yeah. all the pubes are off and then I set it back in there for the next person to use. Hey, yo, what the, uh, <laughs> what the hell? Isn't that what everyone does? No. Nobody puts pubes on their soap, I don't bro. put them on there. I don't put them on there. I use the bar of soap to wash myself. Well, then start using that thing, that Manscaped stuff, so that you don't have pubes all over bars of soap. And then, and then you'll I be take right. the soap, and then I just hold it in the running water, and I just roll it over, it over and over in my hands until I look, and there's no pubes have fallen off. <laughs> my God. Oh, to be, oh I'm going to have to teach my son that so he knows the proper etiquette for men in the shower. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to leave, like, some, like, Armenian rope on there. <laughs> Is that just your way of, like... Being like, hey, this is my bar of soap. Don't touch it. Is that like no, you were angry? No, because no. I, I wash all oh. the pubes off when I'm done, and I, and I just put it back, so you can't even tell. Oh. It's like there's a layer of oh. soap I just wash off down the drain. You know what I mean? Like literally, I take the soap and I just run it underwater. Like the same way you wash the wash washcloth, I wash the bar of soap. You wash uh, with what? Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> I'm down. Whatever, <laughs> uh, I'm for it. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, man. All I right. am no longer woke. So whatever's good for y'all. <laughs> right. Oh wow, wow! <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. Always good hearing your. I'm voice. gonna go take my wife out uh, to celebrate Mother's Day because she popped my kid out. 
so I'm oh. gonna go take. All right, hey, Tally, your your boxing's way better than hers. I, I appreciate you showing some of her boxing. It's good. It's not bad, but you would light her up in a fight. You better tell her not to get lippy. She's competitive as hell, though. Wait, watch. Just wait, 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 wait. Because when she gets competitive, it's I might catch something to the face. But right. we're we're gonna do it. No, you tell her not to get lippy. You'll light her up. You got your three for <laughs> you're three for one on hand speed. Oh yes. Devon said it first. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Love you. Have love a great you. day. Bye. Have Bye. Yo. Oh, he can't hear us, huh? No. Husband. Husband. And McCockner, by the way, I was just uh, referring to, he had made a comment and he said that all C-suite executives are woke. Yeah. Um. I don't think all of them are woke, but I'm sure a lot of them are. But the ones that I personally know and have had conversations with, you'd be surprised. Wow. That's Based nice. off my personal experience, and Savon knows that they are run some powerful companies and are really high up. Hunter, I don't I, I don't need your uh, help uh, marketing this show. How do, uh, how do people have so much free time? This is edu- this is a uh this is a C- what are they called? CEUs, continued education units for people. <laughs> We talked about Tucker uh, and Elon responded to Tucker being uh, on Twitter. Um, oh, okay. Let's see. Let's see. We, we, can, we started the show with tolerance, right? Mm-hmm. How much tolerance do you have for this? 616. What's your tolerance level for this? What's a- uh, we, I, I am trying to get Hunter on the show. Uh, Hunter has a crazy. Uh, we, we talked about Hunter early in the, earlier in the show. He's going to come on in the next three days with me and Hiller. Okay. What is your tolerance for this? This is an ambulance. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to paint this story a little bit. It, it's not true, but, but um, that ambulance is on its way. Your six-year-old daughter um, is at the uh, 49ers game, and she just uh, won uh, free tickets to the 49ers. And while she's at the 49ers game, she has a heart attack. It's kind of it's kind of weird story, but bear with me here. Could happen. And this ambulance is rushing to pick her up. Your six-year-old daughter just had a heart attack. What's your tolerance for this person in front of the ambulance? Action. <laughs> So this person is not letting the ambulance go to save your six-year-old daughter who just had a heart attack at the 49ers game. What's your tolerance for that? As the ambulance driver? No, just as just as part of humanity. Like if that ambulance driver took off and ran that kid person over, it, it's, it's, it's on its way to save a six-year-old girl who's having a heart attack. Yeah, one honk. Beep. You don't care all the way. Then the thing's coming through. Show I know. Out of the way. Does that make us horrible people? No, it makes us triage and prioritize what's important. You have somebody who's clearly neglected their health, um, is most likely addicted to drugs and is high on drugs right there. And you have other two individuals whose job it is and personal responsibility and everything else that comes with those positions to go get that six-year-old, hypothetically. And we, we, pay, our, we pay our tax money. To create highly trained individuals, both in, the, in their ability to respond to people who are sick. That's what makes us a civilized society. 
that we have things like ambulances. Yeah, emergency personnel in place. It's crazy. What a what a special world we live in that we have this. And yet this rotten apple is interfering with the process. I I but what's crazy is we live in a world where that person could be seen as a hero and get a bronze statue <laughs> in New York City where with their pants down around their ankles wearing a diaper. Hey, that's the like least of the waste of tax dollars. You know that like there's regulars for the firefighters. Right. The uh, what are they called? They're called um frequent flyers. And a lot of them just use those ambulances, by the way, as transportation to get places yes. in the area. Yes. So the they call them to get them off of the couch to go to their bed. <laughs> Jesus. They literally my wife will go on calls where somebody is 300, 400 pounds overweight and they literally just need help getting from their couch to their bedroom. Yeah. I mean, and that, and that costs you $25,000 people. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. That call. Because that person can't stop eating. Wow. She saw the other day she had a call where she was doing like a wellness check on somebody. <clears throat> and she I don't, a, that scares me to even ask what that means, but go on. So, so well check is like somebody is a neighbor is concerned about their neighbor because they haven't seen him in a while or they uh-huh. it smells weird over there smells weird yeah exactly <laughs> um oh God. so yeah so she gets into the into the room or into the, the apartment complex they had to like force the door open when she got there they had like uh let envelopes on the door saying like from like four days ago and it was like in the door jam. So obviously the person hadn't opened the door in four days because it was still stuck there. Damn. They get in there and uh, there's just liquor bottles and beer cans and garbage just strewn all over the entire apartment room or time, uh, unit. And then they, they find the, the individual on the couch, um, completely unresponsive, like stiff to the touch, cold, like very obviously dead yeah um and they like went so normally what you're they're supposed to do when somebody's seemingly dead they have to put pads on them to analyze if they have a heart rhythm to see if there's actually any sort of like electrical activity to see if they're actually dead because you can't just be like hey they're dead kind of thing so they put the pads on them and when she goes to like remove the shirt there's just like maggots like crawling off of the shirt and then she like looked up at the individual's face and noticed that like the person had no longer had any eyes either. So the eyes had been like eaten out by maggots and the person was just sitting on the couch like that. And do you still have uh, to take their vitals? Yeah. So she still had to like do the procedures <laughs> and yeah, you have to go through everything. And then when they left after the police came to like do every in the corner and everything, they left. She told her partner about it. And she's like, Yeah, I don't think that that guy had any eyes and she's like, what? I didn't even notice. So if oh. it would have noticed it would have started like vomiting. Oh, that'd be me for sure. I, I, I had a friend who's a firefighter tell me one time that he went to a call and um, they went and there was a, 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 someone passed out on a bed and he went and he grabbed their legs to pull them towards uh, to, to, to the end of the bed to move them, move them so that they could work on them. Mm. And it just, and it de-sheathed mm. all the skin off the person's fucking. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and he said it was fucking the craziest feeling in his hands he'd ever felt. No. He him. Uh, uh, has chick. Uh, we had to cut the side of a trailer out one time to get a gal out. That was fun. Cat and dog poop everywhere and baby crawling around. Holy uh. shit. Uh, I went to a dead body call one time in the fire department, had to remove the doorway and then use a crane to get the guy out. He was so big. Whoa. Oh my God. Sorry. I didn't mean to ruin anybody's breakfast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but <laughs> those are the, the Hey, Justin's guys. not eating breakfast. He bought a case of Jocko's new protein powder. He's just, uh, <laughs> he's just drinking down a couple of Jocko drinks. Milk milk. Yeah. He's got the milk milk. What are you talking about? Justin eat. No, you don't have time to eat. You're an affiliate owner. You drink your calories. You just scoop a protein here, scoop a protein there. <laughs> People are gross. <laughs> oh, here we go. Audrey, uh, 18-year-old male had two hand crush injuries at the ortho clinic I worked at. Talk about life altering. Oi. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, uh, here's the question on these people, Republican or Democrat. There you go. Neither. They don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> I know yeah. what they are. Uh, uh, Jethro, I had a confirmed AIDS patient who defecated and threw up all over himself. It smelt from across the street. Oh my god! <laughs> That's Cedar. Oh That's my god! Mm-hmm. Extra sloppy, trying to just camp and get off the grid, but he's just addicted to the show. I appreciate it. <laughs> Good dude. Okay. We didn't get through shit today. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, don't step in front of an ambulance. It might be saving someone's six-year-old kid. Mm-mm. Remember to laugh a lot. Have fun out there. It's okay. It's, it's, it's pretty. It's, it's a pretty. It's a pretty a damn good life. The sun's out. There's clean air to breathe. Ocean's warm. Uh, tomorrow morning I get up at five. I head north, back up to uh, Northern California. Most most expensive income income tax in the country. Most expensive sale tax. Second most gas tax. Crazy. Uh, absolutely, do not ever return your cart um, because you never know. Uh, it, it's just selfish arrogance when you return your cart because one, you're taking jobs away from people, and two, there might be someone who needs the cart close to their car. Uh, you're actually leaving it in a good spot for someone else to pick up when they pull up. Um, I've definitely not lost some weight. I'm fucking big like a house. Hey, you had some good compliments on Hiller's post. <sighs> yeah, move like a statue. He was. How was he able to collaborate with you too? I've tried that for the other. Uh handle and it never allowed me to do it with you but i saw it with him i was like what the hell i've never i've never even seen that yeah i've tried multiple times from like the ig the podcast instagram handle like in the past and it's yeah i've never i've never no one's ever collabed with me before it's crazy um the cart people no no i was a cart person i'm telling you they love it they don't they love it they don't what do they have to do you don't know what you're talking about yeah, Savon, Natty or not. See, he right off the top. That's already. <laughs> uh, um, Sevi, if you get to the front of the store and you don't want the item, do you put it back in the right place or shove it in a random shelf? Mm, good question. That's never happened to me. I don't, I don't get the wrong thing. But if I did, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll tell you what happened the other day. 
the other day I did buy, I thought I was getting these, these buckets of fruit, uh, sliced fruit for my kids. And I thought it was like two for seven ninety nine or something. And one of them wasn't a match. So it was like, I didn't get two for seven ninety nine, And so I'm like, fuck it. I don't want that one. And I just gave it to the, like, just the lady at the register. I said, I, I don't want that. Yeah. Look, that's pretty common. They usually, have I, I, I didn't take back. it. I didn't take it back. Um, uh, so then, um, so today, so I drive back to Northern California and then tomorrow night, I think we're debating having Josh Bridges on the show tomorrow night. Right. I don't know if you want to, you I think, mean, you think I'm going to be tripping when I get home tomorrow after driving to car all day. Yep. Yeah. Historically speaking, the patterns on travel day usually result with we're going to do an evening show. And then, you'll be and like, then, and then no, we don't do it. Hey, yeah. I'm doing this. I got to research our guests. I got this show coming up. I got to set up my studio back up. So Josh should be easy, though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when I did carts at, at Red Owl in the 80s, us car boys had to do front face shelves, remove the empty cart. Yeah, yeah, we do. I did all that, too. But But there's time to do it all. There's time to do it all. Actually, you know what? I take that back because normally when you travel back home, it's a lot easier for you to get in front of the stuff and get settled in. It's only when you're traveling out and you have to set up the whole thing is it more of an issue. So take that back. Okay. Fine. Who might argue? Uh, Josh is a very nice man. Yes. I do want to have him on. So some of the people that I think are going to come on this week are I think Josh Bridges is coming on. I think Hunter's coming on. I think Hiller's coming on. I think Greg Glassman's coming on. Alex Stein. Alex Stein's coming on. I think Jorge Ventura is coming on. Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Sarah Sigmund's daughter is coming on. We have a Frisbee golf show. We have a semi-final preview show. Oh, my God. We have semi-final starting on Friday. I'm stressing. about, like, can we schedule 100 next week? And I'm looking at the calendar. That's why I call it. I look at the calendar, and I'm like, sure. There's going to be a lot of shows. with. There's going to be a lot of days with two shows. This next week's going to be crazy. The next three weeks are going to be absolutely nuts with semifinals. Um, so, uh, Dave, Dave's coming out. We're re, we're, we're going to rework my whole entire studio on Tuesday or Wednesday. Really excited about that too, by the uh, way. Oh, we got a guy who's going to come and rework the entire studio for me. Yeah. Um, uh, Tia and Sh I couldn't, I'll, 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 I can invite them. I think I wrote, I wrote a note in their pot in their comments. Um, Uh, Seema Beaver, for the, please, for the love of God, have Sousa answer. His phone calls are better. I can't understand Greg. What, what, so what, what, what does that mean? Did someone decipher that? I think maybe they're just referring to like the volume quality because whenever I did the call-ins, a couple people had commented and they're like, oh my gosh, we could hear it so much clearer and it sounds better. Why does it sound so much better? And I was like, oh, on your yeah. roadcaster than mine? I guess. <clears throat> oh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Barry McCockner, uh, no more uh, Frisbee golf. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Judy Weed, great way to start off Mother's Day. Thank you. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Uh, gas money, thank you. Gallon of gas, that's awesome. Hiding the cord, yep, maybe. Not a bad <laughs> idea. Hey, I actually tried to order more of those foam things to stick to the wall, and they were out of stock on Amazon. Oh, interesting. It's a weird thing to be out of stock, right? 
Uh, yeah, it's Wi-Fi calling on Sevi's phone. Oh, it is Wi-Fi calling. Oh, you think that you think that's why? It so is like Wi-Fi. When it forwards through to to mine when we set it up that way. That it's just a better connection. Hey, uh, but right now, how about how have the calls been today? Because these aren't Wi-Fi calling. Were they better today? Because where I'm at now, I'm, it's with cellular. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so much CrossFit shit coming up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be a next couple next up the rest of this month, really. Yeah, no, um, no cell service in my house. That's right. Uh, Sevon's the man. Same excuse you used for the magic coin. I don't remember that, but the magic coin broke, and I and I actually found a small rubber band and fixed it. So there's that. Uh, how come the CEO sign be uh, behind uh, beavers in distress? What's that mean? What is it? I have no idea. It looks fine to me. <laughs> it's a little folded, I guess, in the middle. Mm. All right. Um, enjoy your day. Thanks, everyone, for coming in. Uh, busy week. Uh, it's going to be a fun week. It'll be cool. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening tomorrow morning. I don't know. Susie, do you work tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I mean, I could do a show during midday, but I, I can do it at 7 tomorrow. Okay. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, I'm sure uh, Caleb will be bugging Caleb throughout the day to schedule a show. Um, as soon as he's done dealing with his dog, he'll start working on the scheduling, scheduling the shows. Okay, extra sloppy. Oh wow, a dollar ninety nine from camping. No more CrossFit talk, please. <laughs> Buckle up for these next couple. Of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, back to child uh, children's uh, genital mutilation. Enough of this CrossFit talk. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you guys. Bye bye.